You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carrie the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 212 of the Metal Geeks podcast. I am one of your hosts. Actually, I'm one of the only hosts tonight. I'm Carrie the Metal Geek. Um, and we're going to have some really cool video game discussions tonight. So I wanted to bring on somebody that I know he works in the video game field. Uh, he's been on the show previously. Uh, it's been a couple years, but I want to welcome back Sean Bellinger. How are you doing, sir? Doing good, my friend. Doing good. Thank you for coming back. And hey, I've been wanting to come back for a while now. Oh, we're going to geek out tonight. I promise you that. Um, and to replace all my other co-hosts that weren't able to make it this evening, I brought on somebody that I know pretty well. Um I see this person like every day. It's uh, <laughs> it's the voice from the other room. It's Kim Borgier. It's my wife, Kim. Welcome back to the show. So I have to be everybody. Do I have to do a different voice for each personality? Do I have to say like balls all the time or something? Oh, I say balls. I can, I can do that. So. <laughs> well, we we need a ball person tonight. So since, since George is here. So, and I hate all metal, correct? That's it. I'm br- yeah, brutal, no. but I hate metal. Right, you're brutal and hate metal at the same time. Okay, got uh, it. Funny, we did an episode of Miss Archives that's going to come out soon. We had that drummer guy, Josh Runquist, come on, and he was the balls guy that night. <laughs> so everybody knows you can't you can't do one of my podcasts without saying balls a lot, apparently. But so welcome back to the show, guys. Um, the main topic I wanted to talk about tonight is. Uh, I didn't want to, you know, have it too far gone, but the acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Ooh. Xbox, we're going to get to all that. Uh, Xbox is owning the world. They're poning everything right now. I, I believe they're going to. But uh, I want to catch up on some geeky stuff before we get there. Um, we'll start with you, Sean. What have you been geeking out on? What have you been watching? What have, you, have you been playing anything? Oh, man. Uh, geeking out on. Let's see. I, I I've been playing. Um, I've gotten back into playing some games. So yeah, uh, uh, Metro Dread has oh. been uh, my my drug of choice. That was my uh, game of the year last year. Yeah, I'm I'm so. debating whether to go back and do another run through of it. Oh, I loved gosh. that game. That game is that that is as close to perfection as you can get. There's there's a you know there are a few games that get like that. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, Ori and the Blind Forest was another one. Yep, so agreed. Games like games like that just speaking you know, of balls, morph balls. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, balls. Have Have you beat it yet? Have you completed it yet? No, I haven't. So okay. I was I was a little a little late to the no your show on that one. So I, I was I'm, lucky I'm, enough the day it came out. Um, my guy over at, at GameStop. Uh, you know, become friends with the guys at GameStop because they can hook oh, you yes. up on, when you need to. Um, they he uh, was able to hold me one of the uh, the new uh, OLED 
switches and and i moved my regular metroid to the deluxe version that art book seriously you know some games that come with like art books and it's like this little booklet inside this is a full large out yeah it's amazing i tried to get it and um it's a beautiful thing so i went ahead and bought the game but i couldn't get the oled version of the switch because i wanted that too my my son it has the the original switch and yeah. so um so literally uh, i bought the game and held on to it I was like i'm playing it on the oled version and i couldn't get my hands on it so finally i just like screw it i'm He's gotta do it. <laughs> I, I can't wait anymore i gotta play this game they they were nice enough uh the day that i bought the oled the oled i actually brought my old one up there yeah. They let me use their Wi-Fi to transfer everything after I purchased it, and then oh, I nice. and I traded it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. They were really cool. So I'm sitting here in GameStop on the on the edge, like doing all the transfer shit and figuring out how that works. Nice, Pretty simple, but yeah, I love I I love the Switch. I'm a I'm a huge fan of the Nintendo Switch. I play a lot me of games too. on it. Me I it, uh, I download yeah. a lot of games too. Just there's it just looks so good. Uh, playing um, Diablo three on on the Switch as well. So. I just got Diablo two because you know I'm behind the time because I've never played oh, it. I mean, you know, I didn't play Diablo three uh, when it first came out. Yeah. So um, it was nice to be able to play it, and I, oh, I yeah. just I enjoy it. It's just it just it's so it's such a great system. So so you know, uh, just so modular, right? Being able to Played on the you know on the screen or whatever. I get I get the idea behind the OLED too with higher fidelity screen and, and I think I think honestly I've <clears> played <throat> my I've had my what the Switch has come out is like four years old now. I've only played it on my TV maybe like two or three times. Yeah, yeah. It's been literally ninety eight percent has been handheld mode. Same here. I my son will play it on his TV. I call him my Game Boy sometimes. Yeah, I've made that mistake too. And it's like we're old, today. old school, whatever we call it. Game Can you Boy. Give him a Game Boy for me. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you call it? <laughs> no, it's GBA. The Switch. <laughs> it's, it's literally a it's a glorified uh, Game Boy that it they is. never knew. They That's never do need to do another Game Boy iteration ever again because they, it's already there. Perfection. Exactly. Yeah, they perfected it. Really, they. I mean. The, all the Game Boy stuff and then the Wii U and then now it's all morphed into the what the Switch is and I think they found the perfect blend of everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I just love that Nintendo just doesn't care about uh, console wars. They're just like, oh, we're just going to make something fun to play with y'all. Exactly. Y'all, y'all can battle out, battle if you, out with yeah. all that. If you don't have the Pro uh, controller um, for your Switch in the handheld mode, it's like fifty bucks. You can buy them at Target. Um, I'll send you a link later, man. Yeah, they're dude. they're amazing. Um, it it just adds like a lot of left, uh, you know, like heft to it, and uh, cool. they feel really comfortable. Yeah, I might do that. Uh, I noticed because you know you know how Metro Dread gets pretty intense, so mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I, I find find my find my hands all curled up mm-hmm. <laughs> trying try, try to get. Like, Go hard and heavy on it. This so will help you because I play it during the day. I'll take a break from work, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I'll sit there and just be playing and get all worked up, and then have to go into a meeting or something like that. And I'm all like, you know, antsy because <laughs> you know I've been playing this video game. And 
I'm my, trying to. My coworkers like you've been playing Metroid again, haven't you? <laughs> How can you tell? Guilty. <laughs> I'm going to show it to you. It's called the Nintendo uh, Switch Pro Pad. They're uh, forty nine dollars. So yeah, it, yeah. So just send me the link, man. That'd be it, great. They're amazing. I I don't you know when I when I take it around there it's it's too big to fit in like a case, but I had to buy yeah. a special case just for it. You know, right on, yeah. Right uh, I like that too. So what else? Do you play anything else on your Switch right now? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, it's it's I, it's not my Switch, so nah. uh, I have to pry it from my kids' hands. Uh, sometimes I'll play. Uh, uh, I'll play Smash Brothers, but uh, I'm not that good at it. And so um, I either, you know, my, my son loves to trash talk and he hurts my feelings, so I don't play him. <laughs> it's like Carrie and I, if we're trying to play like a Mortal Kombat or something, it's like, why am I going to play this? You're just going to beat me. It's just, come on. Well, now, I'm just smashing Kombat. buttons at this point. You actually know. Well, it's not like a Mortal Kombat, uh, you know, Street Fighter, Marvel yeah. versus Capcom, all those games. He knows all the moves. I'm just smashing buttons at this point in time, just hoping to land some punches. Yeah, Mortal Kombat, <laughs> I'll hand my son's ass to him. So there we go. Get a Liu Kang on your ass, as they say. I don't know. I have it. I don't know what it is about Smash. I just, I have never, ever been good at it. I never same, been good at same. it. I'm okay at it. Uh, I do. There is one character I do want to buy, and that's Sora from Kingdom Hearts. I'm like, that yeah. one would be worse to um, have in the game, you know? I mean, but, but it's I, fun to play, but it is. I suck. I suck. <laughs> So, and I fun. think we're old school, dude, because we we go back into fighting <laughs> games. We think about back Street Fighter, day. Mortal Kombat. You know, yes, yes, that's how Smash my Brothers. Works. The way you, yeah, it it works completely different. It you does. have to you have to wrap your mind around it a little yes, bit. And I have not been able to do that, which is fine. I, I don't care. I mean, you know, uh, Fortnite is not my favorite game. I'll, I'll play that sometimes. Yeah, uh, I've only played Fortnite once. I know. Uh, our nephew is really into it. He yeah, loves our it. Our nephews, my nieces' sons, they love it. I have buddies that out of work it. on that game. I have friends. No, do you oh, really? Yeah, nice. they work on it. Yeah, so they're they're always say, "Hey, look, check out this weapon I made. Hey, check out this <laughs> whatever that I made." And and I, I'll go, "Hey, Drake, my son, uh, do you know about this pick or this this gun or whatever?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Yeah, my friend made it." He goes, "Oh, well, I don't like it." So. <laughs> <laughs> It's not wow. cool anymore. Oh, <laughs> harsh, harsh. He's, he's a little critical <laughs> of, of Fortnite. Uh, mm. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, Tom, uh, David, if you guys hear this, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I like your guns. I don't my, care my, what, you, my, what his my, son my, says. I don't share my son's critical. <laughs> Um, I, I've been playing. Uh, I love shoot 'em up. I like. I'm a. I'm a big shmup fan, and uh, I've been yeah. playing the new Darius games, uh, like oh, G Darius. Cool. Yeah. And I know there's like a there's a digital version of it, like the old school Darius collection. Yeah. Do you, Kim, do you remember that uh, we went for George's birthday last year? We yeah. went to the Cidercade. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you haven't been, if you're in big Houston, you haven't the Cidercade. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a I'm huge. Uh, oh, it's it's great. Um, it's a huge warehouse, um, but they really? all, they, they, they have cider that's owned by Bishop Cider, I believe. All right. Um, and the drinks are really good, but they had this Darius arcade game 
and I was just freaking Man, out. Love those. Oh my god. And it's like a four player, you know, all four players you sit in the there and bench. play. You sit in. You yeah. Sit yeah. That's the game go. I'm playing. That's the game I just got on on the on the uh switch. Uh that's I have been cool. playing uh I went back to the Guardians of the Galaxy game on my Xbox. I've been, I've been wanting to play that. I, I, I started it and I never completed it. I'm like on chapter ten or eleven now. No chapter ten, I believe. The narrative in that game is so amazing. It's such a fun. The gameplay we've talked about on the show, it's not great. It's okay. Um, the, I think the the balancing is, is way off yeah. on the game, but the storyline uh, makes up for it. There is a diehard joke in the game. <laughs> of course. Uh, Star-Lord does a fucking oh, right. uh, diehard joke. Of I'm like, did he, did he just... Did he just do that? He that uh, what is it? The line, uh, come to the, um, the the line he says where he's about coming to California. You have fun. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, have some laughs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe you said that in this video game. It was. But great. I mean, it, it makes sense. Look at the soundtrack. Look at the era that you know the tape deck. So exactly. it totally makes sense. Yeah, it's totally exactly. '80s retro. It's, it's canon, you know. So yeah, it's, the, it's it's perfect. one of the coolest aspects of it is mm-hmm. the music plays a big part because you know it's uh, of course it's you know based on what they are doing sort of with uh, James Gunn's version, mm-hmm. uh, which music for his properties are so important. And we'll talk about yeah. that in a minute too. Right. That is something I want to talk mm-hmm. about. But um, so there's a, there's a group move you can do. And then once you do that, uh, it plays random eighties music. Like one of them is Iron Maiden <laughs> is in the, is in the game, which is super awesome. Or, yeah. you know, Gary Newman cars and yeah, that was cool. nice. all these cool songs. I'm like, this is amazing. Stuff and it back plays, in our day. Yeah. Yeah. And it powers up your, your, your group and stuff while you're playing. It's really cool. Uh, all right. So Kim, what have you been playing? I I've been playing, been playing. I haven't, honestly, I really haven't been playing. A lot. I started Halo. I, I got it when it came out and I popped oh. it in. I did the updates and then I played it once. I just, been occupied with either reading or watching stuff. I, I'm a, I'm a bad Halo fan right now, obviously. <laughs> yeah, At least you got the game. I haven't gotten it yet. No, you don't have Game Pass. Do you have an Xbox? I do. You know what sucks is I work. Yeah, I work in video games. I know. I yeah, play. I don't have time to play. We're That's gonna talk sucks. about that. Yeah, <laughs> he knows. Yeah, I had a I had a lady at work today ask me. She's like. So you must have like a really amazing computer at home. You're like a hacker. I'm like, I don't. Yeah, totally. I barely touch my computer when I get home, only to to do a podcast or something. I don't want to be on a computer unless it's oh for a work thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna go sit I on mean, the couch and play a game or something. You know? It's not yeah. so much that I even. It's not so much that I even can't. It's not that I don't want to. I do. It's just time. You know? It's yeah. Like I, yeah. You know, I, 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 you know, sometimes my days go kind of late and then I want to spend time, you know, with my family. Yep. But uh, it's just so funny. But my go to almost always when I'm like, I just don't know what I want to play. Yeah. Uh, this and I always go to the division two. I always go to that because I can get in, get my fix, kill some people and then get out and be satisfied. <laughs> Kim's yeah. co-worker has been bugging us to play that. See, and that's my thing. It's like I'm tired by end of work. I don't want to play a long thing. I don't want to start a new game. I just want to pop. That's why I was like, I want something nice and linear. You just play for a little bit, you know, kill some baddies, and then I I love linear narrative driven games. Yeah. People are like, why don't you play like you know Call of Duty and online? And I'm like, I just 
don't have the time. I don't yeah, have the energy or the time. You got to devote. And we suck on mine. Yeah, we do. I, I get added to. Uh, uh, I get added to teams or whatever. I'm on this. I had to find the right one because I was on one before, and I spend a lot of time with them. Uh, and we do raids or whatever. But then cool. when I bought the house and I was away from everything, I, they kicked me out. So I got back on and it was like, yeah, you've been, you've been kicked out. <laughs> I was wow. like, all right, fine. So I found another one. It's super casual. So okay. it's, like, yeah. it's like Nintendogs. If you left the, if you left the game for a while, your dog died. <laughs> yeah, or like yeah, Animal exactly. Crossing. They're like, where'd you go? Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just, maybe it's my age. I'm just not, you know, I, 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 I like to be outside doing stuff more yeah. so than stuck in front of well, that's why you have a switch. That's why you have exactly. a switch. You can bring it outside. Yeah, we went on a cruise for uh, for the oh. holidays. We went on a Christmas cruise. Yeah, I, I brought my switch. Man. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah, I would too. On this one, we actually went on one for my birthday in October. We 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 actually took my our in laws with us, mm-hmm. and I I sat there. I brought my. I, that was when I was like neck deep into Metroid <laughs> Dread. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I am not leaving prior. this home. Yeah. I'm like, we're like sitting anywhere. I had my Switch with me. I'm like playing. Like, I don't care. Dude, that game is addicting. I can't it's so good. Describe it. I When they announced a new, that there was a new Metroid game, number one. Number two, that it was a 2.5, uh, you know, D game. And mm-hmm. in its direct sequel to Metroid Fusion, I, w- I was, okay. Take my no. money now. You were like you had me at Metroid. Don't lie. <laughs> you had me. You had me at Met. At Met. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for that next uh, Metroid Prime game. Prime. So. Yeah. They've been working on. It. I heard they they've been working on it for like four years. They had to yeah, scrap it at one point. Yeah, which can happen. It's, it's gonna happen, but and they're taking their time, which I am perfectly okay with. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just make I, it good. make it right. I'm hoping what they'll do is. Uh, maybe a remaster, re-release Metroid Prime Trilogy, um, to get everybody back into it, and then they'll oh, remember Metroid Prime? Do you don't remember it? Now you can play it, and then here's Metroid Prime Four. That's that's the way they got to do it. I I think what we did with Mass Effect. Already, <laughs> yeah. I mean, people love that, you know. Did you shoot? We we released the Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition in preparation yep. for the new one. You know? It's on, and if you haven't played it, it, it looks amazing. It's on it uh, Game yeah, Pass now too. Oh yeah, I have it. Yeah, yeah. so it's really cool. Yes, uh, before we get into your job, sir, let's talk about sure. what have we been watching. Let's talk about some geeky uh, oh, stuff we've been watching. So I've been. I've been watching the Book of Boba Fett. Yep. Which is I, we, I have not watched tonight's episode. Yeah, we talked but. about we watched tonight's episode, so <laughs> we're not no going to spoil yeah, or anything but there. I am actually quite pleased, and I know that yeah. uh, you know if you're online, people are like, "What's this? Uh, why is he talking? What's all this?" You know, and, and we we mentioned this earlier. Yep. It's like, come on, y'all! Boba Fett was not the the. Not a developed character at all. No. He Everybody's had, like, he's he such had, a badass. I'm like, yeah, but what did he actually do in the films? He had three <laughs> like, he he was like a total screen time of like six minutes. Exactly. And then he had like three lines Wait, in, the, have, in the it entire the Christmas ep- the Christmas episode. Yeah, well, the Christmas yeah. Thing. yeah. His first appearance. Yeah, we won't talk about that. Which we don't talk about exactly. <laughs> Aww, but be Arthur. Come on, be Arthur. <laughs> Gotta love no. be Arthur. 
No. <laughs> B. Arthur and Harvey Corman hanging out at the Mo- most obviously yeah, canteen. Sad. I mean, come on. Uh, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah. yeah. It is terrible. And then Chewbacca's grandpa jerking I off. I thought about in the, in trying the living to find room. that and forcing my kid to watch it. Just you should. The, the horror we did it. that a couple years ago for a Metal Geeks uh, Christmas event. We, 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 yeah. We're all in my house. I'm like, we're watching this. I don't care. We are watching it. Um, so bad. Uh, but yeah, the show, but the show is good. I'm like, it is this backstory. We get to know more about Boba Fett as an adult and what my only, my only complaint about the backstory part is I don't really like the way they handled it. It's, I think it's a little bit too much at points. Uh, I know mm-hmm. there were there. I would, I would have rather them done a couple of backstory episodes and then, Got yeah. into the, the current, of like peppering yeah. it in. Yeah, and then some no, of it was like, it. some of it was like too long. And like, here's five minutes of of current time, and then here's forty five minutes of like past. Right. Like, and I but, and I mm-hmm. and I like the storyline of the past where you know with the sand people, the Tuscan Raiders, and everything. It showed them. It it really does help develop the character where there really yeah. wasn't a character development ever before. Exactly. I just wish it was a little bit different, mm-hmm. but that's my only, my only complaint. Yeah. And I, and I, and that's a valid complaint. I, I, in some places I share that, but I just, I tend to watch these things with an open mind. Uh, mm-hmm. There's so yeah. much, you know, one of the, one of the things I, 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 I tend to say is that, uh, uh, the people that hate Star Wars the most are the fans. So yeah. it's yeah. like, dude, you asked for this, and now you're bitching about it. Come on, the people, the people that <laughs> complain about anything are the fans. The, exactly, it's, it's, there's so much vehemence, and and it's just it gets so annoying. Yeah, dude. So it's like just enjoy so, yeah. it, enjoy it for what it is. Absolutely, you know? that that show has just been unless it's, it's super bad. From, yeah, little minor issues here and there. That show is on point. And last week's episode was like, yes, yeah. Wait till you see this week. Yeah, I know, I know. And um, I, uh, I have uh, it. The 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 cool thing about uh, some of the projects I've working on, I've been working on, is knowing people who work on certain shows. So I've been told uh, by acquaintances and friends that you wait till you see the end of the of the season no i, okay. I i'm gonna as, i'm gonna call as, it here as, I, as I, have a, I have a feeling i know what's gonna happen uh i'm keeping so, i'm not even gonna speculate <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna speculate here we t- me and kim talked about this the other day that's how geeky we are um that well, then the podcast name come on so there's yeah. seven episodes uh, number five just came out today <laughs> yes. was that number five yeah yes so the number five is sort of uh, it goes off in a different direction for a little bit. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Um, which was cool because there's characters that I never thought I would see in a Star Wars series at all. It's really cool. Um, speaking of video games, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, so I, at the end of the last episode, you heard the Mandalorian sound. So oh, like, yeah, I got some people we got to call because they oh, need yeah. help, they need help to find the, the, the fight the pikes. The oh, yeah. spice trader. So, I know they're going to bring him in, and I I have a feeling that we're going to see some of the original bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back. We're going to see Bosk. Oh, Bosk. Yeah. We're going to see IG88. Oh, you love Bosk. We're going to yes. see Dengar. Yes. I. I these Those are guys all the Funko are, Pops that they, they're making now, right? Man. Well, yeah. 
There you go. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. And and I I, I completely agree with you. So um, I, I'm not I I'm gonna say I lied. Uh, I, I did speculate that. Uh, <laughs> See. And I know there's got to be like, some I, other there's got to be some other Mandalorians out there exactly. that are ready to fight. Yes. And I have a feeling a Jedi or two might show up. At least one. There's got to be at least one. It's got to be a Jedi. So, Come on. Yep. He's going to get a Jedi to help him because yep. he might even get a Jedi. Now go with me here. That <laughs> might have uh, grown up on the same planet that he's trying to protect. It's yeah, or hear me out. <laughs> okay. Or there might be a Jedi who is not quite a Jedi anymore. In training mm-hmm. now, or previous ex? Yeah. Uh, sure. She she made, yeah. made her face known in in Mandalorian. So are you, talk, are you talking uh, about yes. my girlfriend? Uh, your girlfriend? Oh yeah, your mistress. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so that so those are those are the things that uh, I've been thinking about that show. I was like, Oof. yeah, and um, that you know, and the book of Boba Fett could easily dovetail into the next season of the Mandalorian. So oh, it oh, is. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's so got to, yeah. It's, I love how they're kind of weaving these stories in, you know, and. Um, uh, a buddy I worked with over at EA, uh, he's a concept artist, one of the best concept artists I've ever worked with, uh, was a concept artist for The Mandalorian. And uh, he he was like, Sean, Sean, you, you, you guys, you just don't know. You just don't know. <laughs> See, the end of season two, you just don't know. It's going to be so amazing. <laughs> and this was like right when like the, the season two was beginning. He was like, you just don't Jeez. understand how cool that it's going to be. And I was like, all right, don't say anything. Right. So I got, then, a, I have a, a <laughs> trivia question for you. Sure. Or a question for you. What does the book of Boba Fett have to do with Kevin Smith? Huh? Oh, I know. What's the, cor- what's the correlation between the book Kevin of Boba Smith. Fett and Kevin okay. Smith? I have no idea. So, uh, w- most of the episodes, the cinematographer is a guy named Dave Klein. Who's oh, very yeah. first, his very first movie with clerks? Yeah, he was, right. and then then Mallrats chasing Amy, yes. Clerks too. He did a lot yes. of this stuff. He's been working in TV for a while, but I'm like, I can, it's so great to see his name mm-hmm. on the book of both. I'm like, that's so cool. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, of course, uh, I love what uh, Robert Rodriguez has been doing as well. I think it's that's, a uh, it's a dream team of kind of nice. Of, of people working on. It. I mean, I love John Favreau. Yeah. Uh, Dave Filoni is not going to steer the ship in a wrong direction. He's no, his love for no. Star Wars and yeah, he, his he connection, so, his direct connection to George Lucas is so close, you know, and, he did so good with, uh, uh, with the, uh, Clone Wars and, uh, yeah. Some, Rebels you know, and stuff. Yeah, so it's, I, I, you know, The Bad Batch was was brilliant. I love The uh, Bad Batch. I finally yeah. finished it. Uh, oh, you finished yeah, it good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I did finish it. it. I did finish it good. I got, like, the first two or three episodes in. I think I didn't get a chance to finish it. But. Oh, yeah, you got to, oh. And some some awesome callbacks there. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of callbacks two. in Book of Boba Fett, which is really cool. It's like, not, oh, my gosh. You know, it goes, I mean, this new episode, yeah. There's there's callbacks all the way back to the prequel trilogy. That's all I can say. Yeah, I'm, I'm, see, I'm stoked about that. You know, uh, Bad Batch called back to 
uh, uh, Rebels, which I thought yep. was a brilliant animated series. I, I loved it. I, I, in some ways, I think that's uh, superior to uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that really, and I think that also helps establish a lot of what the direction of uh, the Star Wars universe going forward too. So, and I just, I, the, the big thing that I love about it is that uh, they're, they're not making Star Wars about the Skywalkers. Yeah. I love all, all that stuff, but I'm like, man, the Star Wars universe is bigger than Luke Skywalker and his. They've done the Skywalker yeah. saga. That's over. Skywalker it's saga, saga is over. Let's, let's, let's get some more. And I do like the idea that they're sort of, you know, kind of picking little bits and pieces out of legends to bring mm-hmm. it into canon. So I think that's mm-hmm. that's smart too. So all, all you people out there that are mad about, you know, oh well in in legends or in the extended universe, I mean, wait, slow down. They're, they're bringing stuff in. Just I mean, let, one let of the big baddies yeah. bring into live action one of the big baddies is gonna be Grand Admiral Thrawn. Exactly. And we already that's know cool. we we already know that he's gonna be in it. Yeah, and something's going forward. So I mean, when they we when they brought when they introduced him it was it was in Rebels, wasn't it? Yes, yes. When but, they brought him into like the yeah, but the he canon was, he was in Legends. He was in Legends before they brought him to canon in Rebels. So mm-hmm. yep, uh, the the original Timothy Zahn books. Mm-hmm. How about now? He says about yeah. what ten books about him now feels like. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> yeah. I've been I I've collected it, but I haven't read them all yet. I'll, be, yet. I'll admit that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's they're big books. There's a lot. I love Thrawn. Yeah, I got to start watching or reading some of the comics. So mm. I, have a, I have a subscription to the Marvel Universe. The so Unlimited? I, oh, yeah. The Marvel yeah. Unlimited, whatever it's called. Yeah. I'm yeah. caught up. I, I read too. Star Wars, yeah. I have. I, I was so, thinking about right. starting. I've been reading. I've read. I'm up, caught up on Star Wars. I've been reading um, the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the, the War for the Bounty Hunters series. Oh, really? Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, nice. And then it, uh, I, I need to catch back up with Dr. Afro. I haven't read a lot of that recently. But, oh, yeah. Which is so cool is one of the characters they've had in the book of Boba Fett is Black Karistan. Yes. Introduced originally in uh, the comic books. Yes. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. That was cool. You know, yeah. he's going to show up and rip some limbs oh, off. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I, I yeah. honestly, well, when Boba Fett freed him, I thought, oh, yeah. Should have quiet about that no oh, okay. i thought that was a couple uh, episodes ago i thought hey i honestly thought he was gonna hire him he's like hey look yeah well that makes you wonder what's gonna happen at the end of the series if he may be one of them you know i don't exactly. you know he's definitely mm-hmm. going to help but uh because you know like mm-hmm. bookies have like the life debt i don't think yeah. it was quite what chewbacca had with han solo but no it's there's but some it's kind there. of it's there. There's something there and where he, and he, this and guy. You can tell he doesn't like it. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. like it. Like, I don't like you, but I'll help you out. You know. Yeah. Exactly. I got. Exactly. I at least feel obligated to help you at least. Yeah. Exactly. You saved they, me, so yeah. Because him and Boba Fett worked together in the comics at one yes. point for Darth Vader. Yeah. Yes. Um, man, this is getting into some geeky territory. <laughs> oh man, you know, uh, I can, I can, I've been uh, reading. I've been reading more comic books lately. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to be deep into comics and then I stopped for a very long time. Yeah. And when I got the I, subscription, I was like, man, yeah. all the comic books. 
and I was overwhelmed. And I tried like going back and reading like all the old stuff, yeah. like the 70s and 80s. And there's like, so much dialogue in those old comics. You don't remember. Yeah, I'm like, so, yeah. Now it's all about know. the artwork, and there's like very few, very, very I'm small tell you, dialogue. The Immortal Hulk is one of the best comic series I think I've ever read. That's that Greg is, Pack, right? That is. Oh shoot. No, but it's it's a uh, is it Amadeus Cho, not the yes. No, 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 no. This is this is oh. uh, this Bruce. is Banner. Oh, it's Banner. Yeah, but you but but Cho shows up in the comic. Okay, but but uh, Banner is the Immortal Hulk. Oh, okay. So they change it so he he's you know you kill him he comes back. Is he Smart so Hulk or it you you gotta read it. Okay, I'll, I'll, I gotta yeah, read it. you gotta read it. It is. I'll be honest with you. The it, Incredible Hulk, mm-hmm. the Hulk, is probably one of my least favorite Marvel characters. Mine too. Yeah. Until I read this. Oh, there you go. So okay. I was not a huge fan of any, you know, pretty much any. I never collected comic. I like seeing him in things like Secret Wars and yeah and such. Mm-hmm. But uh, this comic book is brilliant, dude. It is. It is utterly brilliant, and it really kind of breaks down the personality, the multiple personalities. Of Bruce Banner. And oh, so interesting. So, yes. uh, have you been watching Peacemaker? No, I haven't started oh. that one. Yet, so, and I love, I love him in Suicide Squad. So, <laughs> yeah. Was I, without spoiling it too much, uh, I, I fucking, I love. We're enjoying Peacemaker. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's I my way to watch that. It's my, it's my style of humor. It's my style yes. of everything. It's. Yes. Uh, I love James Gunn. Um, yeah, Guardians Two was okay; wasn't great. But uh, what I think what James Gunn has done for seventies classic rock, the obscure classic rock, and those movies, Guardians, right? Uh, Peacemaker does yeah. for um, for obscure eighties hair metal. Oh my gosh! Okay, one of my favorite hair know. metal bands of all time is this band called Faster Pussycat. Oh, I'm, I'm aware. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yep. So. <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> I, if y'all don't know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a black, I'm an older black guy <laughs> who uh, has heard of Faster Pussycat and some other uh, metal bands uh, that uh, I used to listen to back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're all of a certain age to where we listen to that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're all of that of that age range. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man of a certain age. <laughs> yep, uh, me too. Um, so in the last episode that we watched, yeah, they uh they used Faster Pussycat House of Pain, which is sort of their you know their ballad nice. song, yeah, you know it that was song. their hit song that was supposed to be on MTV or whatever or the radio. It was on their second yeah. album, it was from ni- 1989. So it's not like they used like a portion of it, they used <laughs> the entire song to actually progress the storyline in the show. I'm like. Brilliant. That's amazing. They got their money's worth. I went and saw Faster Pussycat live for the first time like three years ago. Uh, It was at Rise Rooftop. I'm like, you know, it was was like a really cheap show. I was like, I've never seen them live. I'm going. It was fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've always had a a love for that band that, you know, they're uh, they're underrated, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so cool. There's someone and there's like there's like obscure hair metal bands in the show. And I'm like, I don't even know that band. Yeah, I, that's it's on my list. Um, yeah, I just uh, you know, you Kim, you've been enjoying it with me, right? Yeah, yeah, 
and it's yeah, it, it's been fun. Yeah. I, John Cena is great. He <clears throat> he was made for this character because uh, his character is so over the top and oh, yeah. so weird, but he he's believable as it. You yeah. If it, anybody else would have done it, I don't think it would have been a good job. It, I think it, it would have been cheesy if anyone else had done it. I think yeah. John Cena just plays it. I don't know. He plays the character. It's it, he takes it seriously, but it's mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you're right. Yeah. It's perfect for it. I just when I watched the Suicide Squad, it was I was like this. This guy is cracking me up. This is I a direct this. sequel to the Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. completely. I love James Gunn Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. It was not the original yeah. one. Oh yeah. No, no. We're talking about James <laughs> yeah, Gunn. Duh. 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 Suicide. Duh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think we're uh, so, all on the yeah. same page about that. Yeah. I haven't talked yeah. to my other co-host. I, I'm I'm wondering what you know George and Justin and Dave think about what about Peacemaker because I have a feeling I might disagree with a few of them about it. But that's uh, me. That's because you all have your own opinion, so that's exactly good. right. Yeah. What do you It'd be think boring they, if you all like same thing? What do y'all think about the Matrix? Uh, or, I watched. Okay, so I watched the Matrix. Um. Re- Re- revolution Re- resurrections. resurrections the revolution is the resident evil game <clears throat> no no right. there was a revolution, revolution. There somewhere. A... <laughs> no that one game that you had that they misspelled it on the it, packaging or i something. think it was trying to be so meta that it failed mm. the, the okay yes. the one line where in in the matrix keanu reeves is working at a he created a video game company and the game he created was called the matrix matrix uh, and the one point where his boss brings him in and says, we're going to make this sequel with, with you or without you. What are you going to do? That was like, okay, you're making this movie sort of with someone without him. It feels like it was a Lana Wachowski. Was a, uh, I think that's uh, the siblings. Yeah. Lana, yeah. It was yeah, only Lana. one of them. Oh, just yep. one of them. This, okay. okay. Yeah. Just one of them. Yep. Uh, I don't remember the other one's uh, name now, but. I don't know, dude. I, it's it's so derivative um, of itself, and I just felt like it. I felt like it was trying, like you said, it was trying to be so meta. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I. I. It didn't do anything new, and yeah. this is coming from someone who loved. I you know I know a lot of people hate on uh, two, two and three, mm-hmm. just fine. They, they had their their faults, but as a trilogy, I thought it was perfect. The way they wrapped it up, you know, they, yeah, they didn't need to make two and three, but they made it. They wrapped yeah. it up, and it was done. And it was like when they when they first announced uh, uh, resurrections, I was like, no way, dude. There's no way. How? What? What can they tell? How can they tell that story? Yeah. And the only thing and, I did like about it was the main bad guy. It was not what I expected. It threw me oh, for a loop. It's my guy. It is your guy. Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> do you right. I was like, yeah. MPH is the bad MPH. guy. I love MPH. That's cool. Yeah. It was so cute for like for Halloween for a while. Him and his husband, when the and their two kids, their twins, they would dress up as different you know characters. And one yeah. year they did like a haunted mansion theme, which was adorable. That's awesome. so yeah. MPH is a, a Disney nerd like me, so I. Oh, he's a him. huge Disney nerd. Yeah. He posted yeah, something. Yeah. I saw today that he posted something. He he's like, he posted a picture of like one of his shelves, right? On one shelf, there is an Emmy, and on top of it was like this special glass from the uh, the Adventurers Club, which was an old club at um, downtown Disney, Pleasure Island. 
uh, he loved it, and he told us the whole story about being so drunk. He, <laughs> he was drinking vodka or something, and he's like, this is my most prized possession. He's like, oh, yeah, and there's an Emmy below it, too. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I, I, so, just, I feel like the movie just didn't do Neil Patrick Harris or uh, Keanu Reeves justice. Honestly. No. Yeah. I, I feel like it was – it just – And Keanu – I love yeah, Keanu Reeves. He did he did as good as he could yep. with <laughs> a bad script. But so. man, his his <clears throat> his beard bugs me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Well, for the Matrix, yes. No, it, no, no. Was like, Even in uh, John Wick. <laughs> John Wick. I mean he wears yeah, that beard that, that's just the way his beard grows, but it's like yeah, probably. It sort of comes up and then there's like a, a weird shelf that goes down. Yes. It's like a yes. straight line. I'm like, it's so weird. And then yeah. it goes up too high on his cheeks, it does. and then neck beard. I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah, I, I, just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't feel it, man. I'm gonna meet, I'm gonna meet Keanu one day and go, bro. I'm, I'm gonna shave. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I just don't, I don't walk, I don't. Um, I feel like the Wachowskis, <laughs> everything they've done since the Matrix, Matrix has gotten progressively worse, and mm. I'm just not a, just not a fan, and. Mm. Um, you know, I, I will always treasure those first three movies. Yeah. But I just I just don't think that this was just a cash grab. And I and, and even they even played on that in the yeah. movie. They call it a cash, cash grab. grab. Uh, okay, I get that, but Meta. come on, Meta. man. That's, it was trying to be when, when we went on that cruise, they have an IMAX theater on the ship that yeah. we were on. And there was showing two movies. Oh yeah. They were showing Spider Man uh Far From Home. Ooh. And then they were showing uh, Matrix, Matrix, Resurrections, yeah. Resurrections, yeah. yeah. So we're like, we wound up seeing Spider Man again. I'm like, hey. Kim's like, do you want to see Matrix on the? I'm like, nope. I watched it on HBO. I'm good. Speaking of Spider Man, so Spider Man's more it? enjoyable. Oh yeah. Did y'all watch No Way Home? We uh, oh, yeah, uh, we've seen, seen it twice. Twice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> only, only twice. We're slackers. Oh my I, gosh. I think I think it's been so far so away. Perfect. We're so far. Yeah. Uh, we're so far away removed from it that we can talk about it, I think. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's so perfect. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, my son and I still talk about it. We're still decompressing everything yeah. that, 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 that that movie encompasses. It, it's just amazing. It, it, it does such a great job with it. And I really feel like it was a good launch pad for uh, moving forward. Yeah, for real. The MCU and the... And the you know the multiverse, and for what whatever Sony is going to be doing going forward too. So yep, uh, I, they, I cannot wait yeah. for the Doctor Strange uh, multi yes. multiverse of madness. Yes, you know a lot of the stuff that happened in this in Far From Home is going to show up there. Oh, Maybe okay. even yeah, some of the characters that showed up is what I'm hearing. Um, you know, it can't confirm or deny anything because I don't know for real, but. Maybe a non-Tom Holland Spider-Man might show up in this movie. Yes, um, is what I'm maybe, hearing. Maybe one that's a female. maybe one that Jamie Foxx character <laughs> talked about. Uh, yeah, I see Donald Glover. No, sorry. <laughs> and I yeah, uh, that'd be great. We need we need well, to, maybe we'll have Miles Morales show up. I don't know. Yeah, I want to see Miles Morales show up, and I want to see uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, I loved how um, Jamie Foxx Electro was like, there's got to be some universe where there's a black Spider-Man. Yes, I, was I like, know. They're talking about my it was brilliant. It was br- everything from start to finish. Yeah. The, when I say the movie was perfect, the movie was perfect. 
It was um, well written, well acted. Barely. Every line was delivered uh, with expert, expert, uh, just precision, man. It was fantastic. My back is hurting. I need my back cracked is what I'm saying. <laughs> but if you remember in the second uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, um, when he was with uh, Donald Glover, who was the Prowler, um, yeah. which is Miles Morales' uncle, yes. he mentions oh, okay. his nephew yeah. in yeah. that. He so did, Miles yeah. Morales is in that is in the MCU. They've already yes. established Oh, that. yeah. They're already teaching yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. So, Absolutely. I know who's the lucky actor to be. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, we'll, we'll I'm excited to see who they choose. Yeah, I mean, so I, I don't remember somebody was speculating on who it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen so many, so many, but so yeah. much online that uh, so many people are speculating. I'm just like, eh, I choose the way. I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited for mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, and I'm excited for. The the new Thor Love and Thunder Taika Waititi yes is yes the oh yes I hope they do I, Jane well I'm sure Taika I'm sorry will, but I'm oh. sorry I'm sorry Justin I love that dude I, I, yeah we love Taika Justin Justin's doesn't like Taika oh I think Taika's okay. great he, uh, that, oh my gosh he did such a fantastic job with uh, Ragnarok I, I can't yes. wait to see Thor uh, yeah. Love and Thunder it's gonna be so amazing he yeah. did a uh, he was on <laughs> that Jimmy Fallon that's my jam. Uh, li- show. Yeah, lip sync show recently. Oh yeah, run right on. It was like it was just weird seeing Taika like doing like singing and dancing and stuff. Like that's that's the man right there. That dude's a character, man. Yeah, I just, I, I just he is full of energy. He's a character. Uh, I think so, he's a great director. So one of the things I wanted to uh, quickly talk about is uh, sure. something I've been doing recently. I've been listening to a couple of audiobooks recently. So mm-hmm. I signed up for like a. Uh, audible thing. So the first two that I've listened to, um, I listened to the Frank Bello auto uh, biography. Frank Bello is the bass player from Anthrax. It's mm-hmm. great. Um, it's great when you hear it in their own voice. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, um, I gotta, I gotta check that out. I'm listening now to the second Scott Ian book, um, mm-hmm. access all areas, which I, yeah. I have, but I never read it. A little Anthrax um, theme going. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> What's one of your favorite bands that makes sense? Well, you, so Carrie and I connected uh, with yeah. metal because we were yep. both. It's like Anthrax? Anthrax? Because I, yeah. I, I, I used to listen to Anthrax back then. I got the the Frank Bello book I ordered from his, the record la- or his uh, company that was putting it out, and I got it signed by him, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, what else did I download? I have the, uh, the mm-hmm. I started it, the Mel Brooks uh, biography, the Audible oh. version. Yeah. Read by Mel Brooks. I mean, not his brother. I'm sorry, not his son. I figured his son would read no, it. No, not his son. It's him. Okay. So it's great Matthew. to hear him tell these stories about. He, the, I'm like in the beginning of the book. He's talking about you know being a kid and then like, you know, he's like, yeah, we were like eight years away from the Dep- the Great Depression. I'm like, that's <laughs> wow, dude. It's it's weird <laughs> to hear those stories. Wow. But um, wow. it's it's great. Um, and I've been in a Beatles kick recently since Get Back. Oh, we both, yeah, we've been in a major Beatles kick recently. You listened to the James Patterson, what is it, the John Lennon, what's the name of the book? It like, it's The Last Days of John Lennon. The Last Days of John Lennon. I just uh, rented it from the audiobook from the library today. And yeah. I, this week at work, I've actually doing a deep dive into the Beatles catalog. So I started really? from the first album and, and on oh, Spotify. Wow. It's so yeah. easy. I think today I got up to Magical Mystery Tour. So Nice. I just yeah. been li- and there's some songs I've never heard before because I've, it's a band that I've never really went through and listened to like the <laughs> early albums completely. 
Um, of course, like Magical Mystery Tour and Sgt. Pepper, I, I've heard all those albums in, in right. their entirety, but the early ones, I'm like, oh, these are some interesting songs, you know? Yeah, there's a documentary that I want to watch. Um, I forget which, which uh, streaming service it's on, but... Yeah. Are you ta- you're not uh, talking about the uh, the Peter Get Jackson back, one? Get Back? Get Back, yeah. 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 So we watched so, all of that. It's six hours of, of greatness. <laughs> Um, and this past weekend, we actually watched the Ron Howard uh, documentary called Eight Days a Week. Yes, there's, which is, there's that one too. Which is yeah. pretty great. It was it was cool to watch. But that yeah, one's but, a, that's a movie, though. That's not a docu- documentary, right? That's actually a film. No, it's a documentary. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. They use uh, archival clips and, and photos and stuff, which was weird. I'm watching it. Like, they're showing, like, these photo. Uh, like, you're talking about something, and they have these photos. Here's a picture of John Lennon smoking a cigarette. And they added, like, smoke to, like, like, <laughs> like, like after, bad after effects. I'm like, why are they adding digital smoke to this photograph? What is going on? It's weird. Uh, Bad yeah, those—that's really bizarre. <laughs> that's a weird decision to make in in editing. You're like, let's, you know what? Let's add digital smoke there because that doesn't look oh, real enough. I'm like, it it's a fucking fifty year old photo. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You know. Um. All right. So let's move on. Let's talk about let's talk about you sure. for a moment. Uh, yeah. You're in the, <laughs> you're in the video game field. You work. Uh, can we say you work for a company? Yes. Yes. I work so, at EA. You work in arts. Electronic yeah. arts. Is are you in the game? I'm in the game. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a- <laughs> so I well, we've talked about it before on the show. I've I've worked at a couple of video game companies. Never yes, but you did. You nobody worked at Timegate. I was at Timegate and I was also yeah. I worked on Rock Band for a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. which I wish that would come back, hopefully. But we'll talk we'll get to that. Um yeah. And so how did you get your start with EA? How did you get, did you, did oh, you work yeah. previously at a video game company? <laughs> uh, well, yes, I did. I, I worked at Six Foot and uh, worked worked on a game called Dreadnought, which uh, was doing pretty well for a little while there and uh, yep. has kind of uh, dipped, dipped out of the limelight. But um, We need uh, a Switch before, version of that game. What's that? When oh, which um, version of that game? The both the PlayStation and the PC version. So right. um, I was uh, the lead three D artist on that game. Well, one of the lead three D artists on that game. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, man. Um, before that, I was yeah, I mostly worked on like apps and you know small games here and there, support as a support uh, for other companies. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was a good experience. Um, unfortunately. Um, as happens sometimes in the industry, I got laid off. So, <laughs> um, this was in 2019. So I spent, uh, spent a little time kind of just, you know, hopping around asking people, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, come get me. I'm, I'm hireable, you know, and, um, I actually went to, uh, EA's office in, in Austin and, uh, talked to them and, you know, cause I, I fully believe in, you know, connecting face to face and putting a yeah. name to the face and, you know, cause I'd apply and they were like, did you apply? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were super excited, but then I didn't hear anything back from them, you know? So, and the position that I was applying for disappeared. So I, I did some, uh, you know, I did some, uh, a lot of contract work uh, throughout, throughout the, uh, 
throughout that year. And then um, in October, I reached back out to them and I didn't know, you know, I saw the position pop up again. I was like, well, I'm going to reapply. Literally yeah. a week later, they were like, hey, can we have a conversation? I was like, yes, we can. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would be <laughs> delighted. So they, 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 they brought me on. They wanted to. They were trying to do something new with a very popular uh, science fiction uh, property. Um, the ma- was, it, was it The Matrix? Science fiction <laughs> franchise, not The Matrix. <laughs> no. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, sure. So, Were you uh, working on that Matrix game they talked about in the movie? Oh, hell yeah. All yeah, right. That was, me. No. that was so meta. <laughs> that was so, yes. I'm so. going to start calling you Neo then. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I, I was like, I can't believe they did that. Anyway, as a game developer, I was, I was shaking my head. <laughs> I'll say you're like, really? That's just not how, it, that's not how it's done. Sorry. It's not, yeah, it's not how it works. I always love how they depict game development in movies and TV shows. Oh, like, yeah. Isn't it so bad movie. that there, there's those scenes in the, uh, in the board <laughs> and we're like, we should do this and that. I'm like, come on. Like, like it's that easy. Yeah. But um, yeah, so got to got to work there. Um, started working there in November of 2019. Have been there ever since. And um, uh, right, I mean, literally two years to the day, I got moved to a new team. Um, the, the team before was sort of a secret, super secret team that I couldn't uh, talk about at all, which was very frustrating. But uh, I got moved to a new team uh, within EA, and I'm working on the Battlefield team. So um, EA is expanding the Battlefield franchise and um, putting a lot of time and effort into it, And uh, despite what a lot of people might say. And um, uh, my team is bringing Battlefield to mobile. So mm. uh, awesome. I'm, I'm excited. And it, it may not seem it's like, well, mobile, I'm like, we're the only, we're really literally one of the only companies doing something like this. I know that Activision. I know you're going to want to talk about that. Activision. I've never heard um, of this company no. before. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing like a Call of Duty mobile, but we're doing you know, but we're we're doing Battlefield on mobile, and uh, it's the challenge of it is you know to bring that level of detail and quality to a mobile device, and I, I couldn't pass it up. And they they were super excited about bringing me on. And um, I had talked to like uh, Respawn and some other companies, but uh, I just, I had a really good feel. Um, I like small company, small teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alex Seropian started Industrial Toys before uh, he worked on, uh, I think he was one of the founders of Bungie and so uh, he founded uh, Industrial Toys and yeah. they just they kick ass with uh, FPS games on mobile and then uh, EA bought them and they've just been a powerhouse within uh, within EA and to be a part of that's just been amazing so uh, Can you tell I, us what your position is? Uh, I'm a lead 3D artist again. <laughs> there you go. Cool. So, so it was um, pride man. That's yeah, my, I can't, my job I can't do this is shit. Yeah, my job is to well, right now I'm you know still sort of um, the the team our art team is still kind of growing. Um, so uh, I'm, my job is to establish workflows and um, uh, get some documentation out and, and work with our external partners to get them up to speed with what we need to have get done, and then uh, just establish 
uh, a baseline for any new artists coming in, you know, so that it's easier for them to I can, onboard. So. I can just imagine the amount oh. of assets that you guys need to. Oh, dude. I, I can't even. <laughs> they, they were like, so I, they were like, Sean, during my interview, Sean, we don't want to scare you. The base <laughs> is a little different from my other project. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, but. Yeah, I mean, we're talking. I mean, we're talking thousands of assets. So yeah. It's in. You know, it's it's a game that uh, it's a service. So it's we're gonna have to always be creating new creating assets, new, right? Yeah. Which I'm excited. I love games as a service, and I know a lot of people don't, but I think there's some benefit and some quality to that if done right. And I feel like we've got a product that'll you know that'll be done right. So is there a time frame that you guys are looking at? Um, I can't talk about that. <laughs> I actually, I, I I don't know is the real truth. Um, I'm still uh, sort of, you know, we're 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 uh, testing the game out in in Asia right now. So uh, we had an alpha build uh, made available uh, oh, okay. out there, and uh, the alpha build, you know, so that's pretty far in the process. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there's so there's there's some there's still a lot of work that we need to do before we get to a, a, a full release, but, um, uh, I can't really speak to, I can't really speak to the, the actual date yet. Gotcha. Once uh, it comes can, out, we'll have, we'll get you back yeah. on and we can talk a little bit. Yeah, dude, we can maybe play a few, few rounds. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. We can make a metal geeks, uh, a team and just go to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, I'll be down for that. Uh, I'm super stoked about it, but it, it's, it's, a, it's a cool deal, man. It, it's, it's been fun. Um, it, it's, uh, a lot of personal growth and uh, professional growth for me uh, good. with the company. You know, one of the great things about that company is that the in uh, contrary to a lot of what you of bad actors you've heard of in the industry, uh, EA is just an incredible place to work. Uh, uh, their 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 inclusion initiatives and um, is is I, to, in my in my opinion second to none. And just, they had issues about what 10, 12 years ago. They're like one of the first ones where people are like, "Oh, there's crunch time and yeah, yeah, all yeah. this kind of stuff." And I, yeah. I personally, one of the companies that I worked at, maybe two of them <laughs> experienced crunch time as a QA tester. Uh, they were not pleasant. I tell you that much. Well, you know, I think about. I always say it's kind of part of the deal, right? It's part of the industry, but I think it can get out of hand real quick. You know, there are times where yeah. you have to put a little effort to push, but I, you know, crunch, yep. no, yeah. you know, bad crunch is, is because of bad time management. That's really what and it bad, bad management and just in bad management in general. And uh, one of the beautiful things that I love about working at EA is that uh, they will not, they care so much about work life balance okay it is you know they don't if they're like they in fact uh recently there there was a conversation about you know one of the executives was like yeah i heard that uh some of y'all have been you know really pushing yourselves you really they're like you really need to take your breaks don't don't you know they they don't want us to crunch they don't want us to burn ourselves out Mm -hmm. they don't want that to happen if that's happening then there's a problem and they're going to figure out what that problem is. If it's a, if it's a manager or, if, you know, or if it's just, you, you know, like, Hey, Sean, you need to stop, take some time off, you know, and they, they, mm-hmm. they tell us take your PTA, PTA, uh, PTO. So, 
yeah. um, you know, get, do yeah. it, take a break, you know, enjoy it, enjoy your time away. Yeah, because we can't work do life. our best work unless we're uh, refreshed. So. Yeah, exactly. Work life management, and it, it's difficult. It really is. Uh, like even in my job now, I'm like, two, there's two two times already this week where I didn't take a lunch break because I was just yeah. too busy. I'm like, and I'm thinking about. It, I'm like, I need to. This, I guess. Yeah. It, it's just it's just hard to find the time sometimes, but you know it's great. My my art director today, you know, I I. I had to get some feedback from him and um, uh, the uh, associate uh, concept uh, director, and um, you know they're they're in California, so uh, you know I'm two hours ahead of them. Yeah. So it's like all my meetings with them t- typically kind of run late, and they were really sensitive about that, and they needed to get something to me. They're like they apologized prof- profusely, and I was like. I know it's like we don't want to do that though. You don't understand. Yeah. You, know? you understand, you know, it's later there and you know, so we apologize. You know, it's just yeah. great. I mean, I, I just I've never had an employer care that much about my well being before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I know, you know, I know the younger guys like to hop around from team, you know, team to team, company to company, but you know, I, I have no desire to go anywhere else. You know, I've I've got a friend that has been there for oh almost 25 30 years i mean like wow. he, he was like he early 90s he was working at nice. at uh at ea and so he, he was, was in the, the game oh he is the game yeah <laughs> like, he is the game so he, he and i were working on the last project and then he, and then we both came over to uh i toys for uh for battlefield mobile so well that's uh, cool that's man. exciting and that, that just, is exciting i'm looking forward to that yeah, yeah. So it's 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 been a good experience, man. I, I I don't I, you know, I try to get people into the industry as much as I can. I get you know I, I let I got a buddy of mine who's an an, an exceptionally uh, talented uh, character artist. So I'm you know I, I'm trying to get him connected with the people that I know at different companies or whatever. So, um, but I just despite some of the bad actors in the industry. Uh, yeah. The industry is not as bad as people think it is. So. Yeah, I've read uh, uh, some of the Jason Schreier books are really good about yes. some of that stuff. Yeah, um, it's out there. It really is. I mean, but like you said, it's not. It's people always take a look at the negative and they don't think about the positive. Negatives always take precedent over positive, and always. that's it, it. That's the worst way to run a business. Um, you know. Yeah. I, what, don't tell somebody they're doing a, a crappy job. Tell them they're doing a good job at the same time. Yeah, you, I mean, know, you know, it's, I mean, positive it's, reinforcement goes a long way with employees. It does, and and you know, and some of the some of the criticisms are are uh, have are you know have their merits. Yeah, but I feel like there's there's people out there who a just are are never going to be happy, and b they just want to see you know to quote the Joker, they just want to see the world burn. You know. Yeah. They, you, 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 you're a successful person or company and they just want to tear you down. So. I've dealt with that with social media. I can, <laughs> I can attest to that. It's just yeah. like, can't make you happy, right? <laughs> yeah. So let, let's move on that we're talking, let's, let's move on to the, the main topic of the week. Let's talk about Microsoft buying Activision yes. Blizzard. Wow. I How was... my mind was blown. I was driving to work. Me too. I, 
<laughs> I uh, I parked in my parking in the parking spot. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna check Facebook before I walk in. And the first thing that popped up, I was like, it took me a second too. I'm like, oh okay. Then I thought about it. I'm like, holy shit, really? Did you think it was a joke? I thought it was a joke. Yeah, I was like, this has got to be a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because well, if you're not a if you're not in the video game, if you're not a video game fan, you don't know mm-hmm. a lot about what's been going on recently. Activision Blizzard, uh, Bobby Kotick, has mm-hmm. been in trouble recently in the past couple of years for having hostile work environment, um, crunch time, uh, not treating females in the company. Yeah, right? lots of lots bad, of like crap, sexual abuse allegations. Yeah, allegate. Well, yeah, we're, allegations. we're allegations. Allegations. Say, allegations that go back, you know, many years. years yeah, so, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. and at some point, I'm like, do I want to even support that company? Um, yeah. Like I, I was, we talked about, I, I purchased Diablo two recently. I was very much on the fence about even buying that. I'm like, do I want to yeah. support Diablo? Do I want to support Blizzard, Activision Blizzard right now? But I wanted to support the good people that worked at the company yeah. too. Yeah. You know, I, I want to support the developers. Uh, yeah. I think it's important, you know, in, in spite of everything, I try not to say bad things and talk bad about anybody in the industry, including what Activision, you know, uh, mm-hmm. has been uh, going through um, because I, I, I want the people that work there to have a place to work. I don't want them to crash and burn. No, you know, yep. I, I have friends that work there. I don't want them to lose, you know, uh, their jobs over anything. So it's, it's, it's unfortunate that things like that happen, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it happens in a lot of, in a lot of, companies you other know, industries it's, too yeah it's it's nothing new different industries so happens everywhere yeah unfortunately. it just it was just publicized because it's the video game company it, it is exactly so and and it just um you know these days you just you, you can't it can't be a boys club anymore man yeah and, mm-hmm. you know and it's just you just gotta watch out for stuff like that so you know i'm not you know, I'm not making any assumptions. I don't know. I, I know what I've read, but I, you know, yeah. I, I wasn't there. So I choose to continue to be supportive of the people who are, you know, trying to make a living doing what they do, you know, doing what they love to do and um, to, to tear it down. But when I heard that Microsoft was like, hey, how's it going? Here's 68 yeah billion dollars <laughs> think about it how much Let's money <laughs> how much money did disney spend to purchase marvel i don't remember how much it was or i'm star gonna look wars. that up or star wars star wars so uh, xbox disney. is like disney they're just like hey i'm gonna take your model business model and you know yeah you know i had a conversation it. with a friend of mine i used to work with over at six foot and we were talking about market valuation and then and uh, how much money different companies have on like on hand, and uh, Microsoft had something like 136 billion dollars in cash just laying around. So I just looked it up. <laughs> a paperweight. Yeah. Disney spent a total of eight billion, eight billion dollars to buy both Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah. How see, much did Microsoft buy Activision Blizzard for? 
68 billion man that's mind blowing this is a 200 billion dollar industry man it is bigger than apparently the the film industry it is oh it's been bigger than the film industry since 2004 dude yeah yeah oh yeah so i mean they're buying call Mm -hmm. of duty that's that's what i'm saying they they know okay we have to own that franchise it's the biggest franchise out there yes um and you know, don't well, and people don't freak out. I work at EA. Come on, man. Don't make me okay. say that. Okay. One of the, one of the it's the biggest I'm franchise. Joking, for, I'm joking, dude. For one EA. of the biggest for Activision. Uh, but don't don't get me wrong. Uh, it's not going to be. This is not going to be a direct uh, change over because there's contracts in place. Well, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't know for how long, how many years. Well. Um, I bet you you know at least the next three or four Call of Duty games will be out on PlayStation. Yeah, Microsoft already said they were going to honor. Uh, yeah, they're going to honor all the contracts, which they sort of have to. So, it's yeah. like, oh, thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. You're going to do what you're supposed to do, anyways. Yeah. So going well, you know, there's always that speculation. Everybody's yeah. like, you know, because then the fanboys come out and they're like, oh. the Xbox guys are like, ah, oh, suck it, or uh, PlayStation. You I, I imagine. Nobody yeah, knew about this. Duty more, blah, 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 you know, and PlayStation, yeah. you know, it's just, you know, all that's going on. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. one of the podcasts I listen to is the CADcast. I listen to that every week. Yeah. They, ta- they made a, they talked about, they were talking about it on this recent episode. They talked about a guy a week before the acquisition left Microsoft and moved to Activision. I was like, oh, poor dude. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get away. <laughs> <laughs> but also imagine the morning that we saw this. Uh, oh, every, I know. There, was, <laughs> there was no speculation that was, this was going to happen. There was no pre warning. You know, Sony, uh, okay, uh, time to go to work. I got my cup of coffee. I'm going to check Twitter to see what's going on. What the fuck is going on? You know, they're, 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 oh man, their stock dropped like 3%. Like everybody else, everybody else's stock went up. Like EA stock went up like three or eight percent. Yep. Um, even Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft stock went up. Um, Activision stock went up. I was like, I was thinking, hmm, should yeah. I buy some Activision stock? <laughs> right. And of course, Microsoft stock went up, but unfortunately, Sony stock dropped. It and they like the day that that was announced, it was like a twenty billion dollar loss for them. In, in in valuation, so I mean I haven't followed it since then, so I'm sure their stock's going back up. But yeah, it's usually funny how the stock so. market works. But yeah, um, but yeah, dude. I mean it, and I think it's it's I think it's because of the implication, right? It's like what we were talking about before. It's like oh man, Microsoft's going to make all of these Activision and Blizzard properties. We're going to make them all exclusive to the Xbox. So. So of course, all the other stock is is gonna go up, and and people yeah. thinking the gloom and doom about PlayStation is gonna cause some Sony some Sony dippage. But I, I, I don't I don't think that they're too worried about it. You know, Sony's gonna be okay, and they're gonna be yeah, fine. They're gonna be fine. I, people are just gonna be people, and specula- speculation is always gonna happen, and mm-hmm. speculation is always what drives the stock market anyway. So. Oh. Armchair economist, you know exactly. So it's like, eh, I don't get involved in it. I've had some people reach out, "What do you think about this?" I'm like, I mean, I was shocked, of course, but you know, after I got over the shock, I was like, oh, yeah, life goes on. 
So check uh, this I out. I just Nintendo stock exactly. went up that day too. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it was wow. all these companies' stocks like just jumped up for something. So check this out. I just googled um, the companies, video game companies that Microsoft owns now. So they own Zenimax, right? Zenimax yes. Media. Yep. Who Zenimax is the parent company for Bethesda, Bethesda. Uh, id Software, Arcane Studios, mm-hmm. Machine Games, Tango, a uh, bunch of studios. Now they own Activision Blizzard, and I didn't know all the all the companies that Activision Blizzard oh, yeah. owned. Oh yeah, they own Blizzard, Treyarch, Infinity yeah. Ward, High Moon Studios, High Moon. Uh, Raven, yeah, uh, Beanox, Vicarious Visions. Mm-hmm. It was now I didn't know that. Um, <clears throat> So, which is funny because, like, you think about it now, Microsoft owns the uh, character that Sony used to use as their mascot, Crash Bandicoot. Yes, yes, mm. which is crazy, right? Yep. Huh. Um, really wow. Yeah, it's really weird, but that is indeed the truth. So, so they bought Zenimax. Let's go. To, let's do this. This will be fun for seven point five billion. Oh, Activision that was, a, that was Activ- a deal. That, that was a discount deal. compared to this one. <laughs> Activision Blizzard, sixty-eight point mm-hmm. seven billion. They bought Rare for three hundred seventy-five million. So that was a good deal. <laughs> uh, they own three four three industry. They own the coalition, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. who does Gar- Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Crazy amount. The crazy you amount. Of- know, it's it's just insane, man. But you know, and Sony, you know, they had they 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 made some waves when they bought insomniac last year so that was that yeah was crazy um uh, give me a give one. me a good insomniac game and i'm happy oh man dude uh sunset overdrive to this day continues <laughs> to be the most under underrated game that i can yeah. think of and it is the most fun game do you have I a ps5 hmm? do you have a ps5 i yeah like i could get my hands no. on the ps5 well you know what I'm saying become, belief, working in the game industry does not make it easy for me to get no. <laughs> what I'm saying is become friends with people that work at GameStop. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no. Actually, I got my PS5. No, 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 I did. That was a uh, I I saw a tweet about it uh through Cheap Ass Gamer that oh yeah. It was right when they made the big the first announcement about, you know, pricing yeah. and all that. Yeah. They're like, get to GameStop now because they're doing pre-orders. So I got to GameStop and like three people behind me is where they stopped the line. See. It was like cut off. Yeah. And then I luckily had um through my PlayStation account, they sent me a notification, hey, you could pre-order. So I pre-ordered for a buddy of mine. And the Xbox I was worried about getting, but a old manager of mine was able to hook me up. Dude, that's legit. Uh, I want I, I want to get an Xbox uh, Series X before I get a, a PlayStation, but yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I've seen I've seen PlayStation fives available um, recently, and yep. no uh, Xbox yet. So, and we'll see. I, I just I wasn't on on the on the ball with it because I've always just waited. You know, I never had a, had yeah. an issue with buying a system before, but this last generation it's been like oh crap i should have it's gonna get you know, better a lot of <laughs> yeah a lot of it had to do with like supply chain issues and yeah, yeah all kinds that. of yeah. all kinds of electronics were affected by the, yes. the chip shortage and all that yes. so it's gonna get better um it will um but 
it, it's been it's been kind of frustrating. But you know, on the yep. flip side, I'm I'm it's not super critical. I mean, I'm so happy with my One X, and I play. You know, I'm still happy with my Switch, so it's all good. I mean, I get to play games. It's just uh, I'm not I'm not a um, I want to get the latest and the greatest hardware, but it, yeah. it's not super critical for me. Um, I am. I, I I haven't played. I play my Xbox definitely more than my PlayStation. Uh, I played you know the yeah. new Ratchet and Clank game was really good. Yeah. Um, Returnal was really good. I mean, uh, some of the exclusives are, are yeah. really awesome. And, they, and I think this week they're the remaster of the Uncharted, the Uncharted Four, yes. the Uncharted Lost Legacy. I think the last yep. the, the one with the two females, which I just beat during the pandemic. I never completed it, but nice. they say. Playing those games at 120 frames per second is mind blowing. Yeah. So I might have to pick that up and play through them again. Yeah, you know, I actually <laughs> so I actually got myself a a, a new TV in in preparation oh, yeah. for getting the Series X and the PlayStation Five because of you know playing at a high frame rate and 120 hertz and yeah i was like oh yeah man gonna get it i was like so i got i got everything but the systems (laughs) so you'll get it kind of suck but it's it's all good man uh i i I still like the games um you know there's there's concern about uh all these all this consolidation of uh companies with you know being in in one uh, with all these developers with one company, and I can I can see what the concern is there, but at the same time, beauty of that is having uh, those deep pockets to to develop with. So and it makes um, Game Pass yeah. such a worthwhile investment. Yeah, you know, people <laughs> keep saying, "Oh man, Game Pass is going the the price is going to go up." I'm like, no, no, it's not. They they I don't think people understand how much money Microsoft makes, how much money they have. Mm-hmm. It, it, they are not going to increase the price of Game no. Pass. It's, if they, they do, it'll be it'll be a minimal thing. It'll be a minimal thing. It won't be anything. It won't major. be a Netflix where they're going to raise the price every year on you. Exactly. No. So if they just they just want to get they they want more. The best way for them to make money is to get more people into the subscription, mm-hmm. and the best way to do yeah. that is to keep the price low. So I, I think it's I think what they did was brilliant. So they don't. And the the cool thing about it is they don't have to push consoles as hard as sony needs to yeah because game pass works across multiple systems you know you. And, and so i don't have to own i don't have to own the series x to play the latest whatever that you can play out. it on the pc too exactly so the i i think uh game pass is a little bit of a brilliant thing <laughs> it gets people into games uh and then eventually they'll remove them from game pass and people are like you know, I really like that game that I was playing. I'm gonna go buy it. I'm gonna yeah. go buy and it. I, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, but that's, you know, like a, that's brilliant. It's, but it's a brilliant the, uh, ploy to get your money. It really is, and I think one of the smart things that Microsoft also did, and uh, to, <sighs> to bring EA up again, is uh, when they brought uh, 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 the EA was the EA Play into yeah. uh, Game Pass. So, and I thought that was pretty. And smart then when they bought Bethesda stuff. and ID, it all yeah. It got, all so got it's like involved. so it's like 
it's like getting EA's library without having to buy EA. <laughs> yeah. Back off, Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else? I mean, now that with Activision Blizzard, a lot of these games are going to come to the Game Pass. Yes. Uh, especially old titles and the backward backward compat. They said it's sort of over now. They sort of finished what they could do on it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's a lot of great old games you can play still, and then some of those. Well, and there's talk about bringing up uh, uh, properties that uh, Blizzard and, and uh, Activision have sort of just kind of let lie. Guitar Hero. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I want new Guitar Hero. Yep. So uh, I'm I'm excited about that. I, I bought this uh, real Hero, quick so. aside. I yeah. bought this game today for the my Oculus. I use my Oculus Quest for more. I do a lot of workout on it. Yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, uh, um, game that I do. It's like a workout. Not a game, but like a thing. Uh, but I got this game called Unplugged today, and it's sort of... Interesting. Uh, hand tracking, but it's like Guitar Hero. You have your strum, and then you can move your fingers to do on different the frets and stuff like that. And it's all licensed music, like Ozzy Osbourne and... I mean, your, is there a device that you're... No, you're, it's all hand tracking with the virtual reality. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I haven't tried it out yet. That's, it was on sale, uh, so I'm like, I'm going to check it out. I, they say it's not perfect, but it works really, really well. Nice, dude. Nice. Yeah. I haven't, uh, I, I, I haven't really... I've played some VR games, but I haven't actually um, invested in any VR systems for... Uh, for playing games, uh, I have the Quest too. That's yeah. it. I like the Quest. I mean, I had the the PSVR. Mm-hmm. I played that for a while, but it's so it was so cumbersome with the cables and everything. Yeah, uh, I got the Quest basically as a workout device. That's and I, I would probably do that. Yeah, yeah I think cool. it. Yeah, the game the 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 app that I use is called Supernatural. Um, <laughs> I truthfully, I did a Disney. They did a Disney hit workout for the first time ever. I did that last night. It's like Circle of Life and Under the Sea and Super <laughs> Califragilistic. Yes. Yes. Imagine the game. It's sort of, you ever played Beat Saber? You know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Beat Saber. So it's very much like Beat Saber. Uh, there's two aspects now. There's the Beat Saber part. Mm-hmm. We have these, uh, thing, hit, these things coming at you and it's completely right. 360. Um, beautiful places. It's all licensed music. Everything is completely oh licensed. Oh my gosh, I can't um, even imagine. And there's also a now there's a boxing aspect of it too. Oh, um, see now that I would that's brilliant. And you will, I trust me, dude. You will sweat your ass off with some of these workouts. <laughs> no, I don't. Twenty five minutes, and you're like you're you're just sweating. It's oh. good. Um, and it's yeah, fun too. You know, have to do that. Yeah. Man, De- definitely check it out. Like it's that. a let's, let's get to know. Uh, know since it, I it, have this, not been going to the gym since the pandemic, because well, this whole pandemic thing has made us all fat. So yeah, <laughs> I haven't felt comfortable going back to the gym. Okay. You know? Kim, Kim, Kim has a game anyway. It's just me, it's just me and you, <laughs> and everybody. We all else have. Know. Yeah. Uh, so going back to the Activision Blizzard games, what uh, properties do you think they could bring back? Um, well, we talked Besides about Guitar Hero. We talked about Guitar Hero. Um, I would like to see StarCraft um, mm. make a resurgence. So, oh, yeah. Um, 
because I feel like yeah, I, I feel like it's time. I you know I never understood why they never you know focused on that and um, mm-hmm. and I, I I believe they're still they were they're working on the Diablo Four. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to that coming out. But Starcraft is mm. that's that's the one I really want to see uh, kind of come out because I'm you know it's been so many years since the last one and I, I, w- I would enjoy a um, just an updated version with current tech and yeah uh, you know and um <clears throat> i would like to see warcraft not world yeah. warcraft but yeah, yeah, warcraft yeah come back and starcraft and warcraft so uh <laughs> you're very crafty you know, yeah very crafty um <laughs> But yeah, so those are the ones that sort of stand out for me, and I'm 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 curious to see, you know, what uh, you know. I I feel like Phil Spencer's like, yeah, man, I want to see some of these games come back, you know, with some focus there, you know. And I would I would like to see, um, I would like to see them slow down on the development of Call of Duty and Mm -hmm. just, uh, yeah, you know. They sort of have take your, take your time. And, yeah, you know. we don't need one every year. Well, like, that's like, like exactly. Assassin's Creed was for the longest time. Oh my Assassin's gosh, Creed. I couldn't keep up with Assassin's Creed. I, so did I yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, I think I gave up like in the. I, I think that's why that with the Call of du- Call of Duty with the Warzone, the free to play uh, yeah, with seasons and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, our niece and in in their family play that a lot. Yeah, I think that's so. the that's the the way to go. Where you're not putting out because the single player games are for Call of Duty to me always feel like an afterthought. They're great, yeah, but they're so short. Yeah, and then it is not their bread and butter. You know what I mean? The bread and but butter you know is online. I feel like you know we we got a lot of criticism for 2042 not having uh, single the, player the single player campaign. So I will be honest. Uh, that's why I didn't buy it. Yeah. So <laughs> there's something to be said about it. Um, you know, no, I, no, I, agree. I, I, they, I, they need but, to have it. Yeah, I would, yeah, and I, I, I can't really comment because I'm not actually on the 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 dice team, so yeah. I can't really comment oh, nice. on. Yeah, I do know that they, there's there's a lot of balancing and uh, yeah. on the weapons and things like that that they're that they're going back and doing, and we are listening to the players, despite oh, yeah. what the haters and the naysayers say. Uh, we are listening, um, but. Uh, <laughs> The haters personally, are the most vocal. <laughs> yeah, but personally, I think the game is fun. I just, I, yeah. I personally don't get. I, I, I know I'm not the most hardcore game player, so I may not be the right person to talk to about it. Um, but man, when I play, and I'm not saying this as a uh, as an employee of EA, I'm saying this as a fan. You yeah. know, I just get in and play these games, and then just laugh my ass off because it's so much fun. And that's really what it boils down to. And uh, but you know. Of course, I can't do all those fancy, badass tricks that you know you see people do. The hardcore players do. I'm like, hey, how do they do that? You know, <laughs> I'll spend enough time playing it. So, and you know, they talk about, oh man, this weapon doesn't feel the same. And to an extent, I can understand that, but I don't know. I'm just the type of person that's just I like to get in a game and just play and have fun. You know, games are supposed to be yeah. fun. They're not supposed to be. Yeah, supposed, they're not supposed to make you angry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Be, be pissy at your neighbor, you know, make you, you know, I just think games should be fun, but um, I don't know. I I, I don't see, um, 
I never had an issue with Call of Duty's afterthought with the Mm-mm. the single player. I know the that, single players are great. Yeah, um, I, I can tell you this much though: uh, uh, Cold War. Oh my gosh, I love that game. That game was so much fun. Yeah. I think I started to play that one. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a fun yeah. game. I, I, I'm digging that, and so only because I think the Cold War era. You know, yeah, you, get, you know, and you have Ronald. Games, you, have you know Ronald, how it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have Ronald Reagan in the game. I mean, come on. I know. I was just, I just like, dude, this was like my childhood. This exactly. I'm hearing stories about the Cold War and yep. TV and how these guys are in. You know, it was just so odd. And all the movies uh, uh, about the Cold War. So I just thought that was a brilliant game uh, that they put out. So I want a new Tony Hawk game. Uh, I know they did the remaster, <laughs> yes. but I want a brand new one that yeah, doesn't come with yeah. a peripheral. I was about to say um, with the, with the peripheral. <laughs> not, not with the skateboard. I want to. I want them to bring back Pitfall. Imagine oh. a Pitfall that's like Uncharted or something oh, I like totally that. Oh, I mean, that. <laughs> Holy crap! Okay, so did you an old school. Yeah, well, Atari in like, here. Like the I like the old Atari version. Yes, I, I love that updated, one. I never liked the updated version of Pitfall. The the later versions that came out, I was always just man. You throw me from yeah. imagine. Atari. Imagine Pitfall. a Tomb Raider or an Uncharted style game with Pitfall Harry. I mean, exactly. come on. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. So, Pitfall would be a great one. I forgot about Pitfall. Oh, oh one of the things that uh, I forgot to mention about what, who Activision mm-hmm. owns, they own Sierra. Yes. They oh. own yes. every I, single Quest game. Yes. King's Quest, Quest, Space Quest. Yeah. Quest, yep. Leisure Suit Larry, apparently. Yes. Oh, God. Well, Don't bring that back. Well, they have brought well, that well, back. Well, they ha- yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my Hi. mom's gonna be listening to this, so I can't talk about Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> uh, it's on the Switch. That's all I can say. Uh, they own Raven uh, Software too, so they need to bring yes. back X Men Legends. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mar- Marvel Legends. Yeah. Uh, uh, not the Marvel Ultimate Alliance because the yeah, last one. I was wonder horrible. if there's. I'm disappointed in that one. Yeah. Well, I wonder if there is uh, would be any sort of. Uh, licensing issues with that though you know being it yeah hmm. <laughs> yeah that's that's the issue because like, because disney owns uh, x-men now so and it's true you know they i, I feel like there were decent licensing issues there. but disney doesn't really have their own publishing company so they have disney no. interactive but they don't they don't have no. any really developers you know but what i'm saying is i think they would if if they were to make anything with the name x-men yeah Period. They would have to go to Disney. I think they would not. I'm not going to pretend I know everything about copyright law. Right. I feel like the then they can of, use they can use a more obscure X Men character. I'd be happy with that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we don't need we'll, Deadpool and Wolverine and everything. Um, just saying, everything. <laughs> yeah, we do. Everything mutant now is owned by uh, Disney after yeah, they bought Fox. So Xbox and Disney owns everything. Uh, that is yeah. Xbox, uh, Microsoft, and Disney own my childhood at this point. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah, yes. Yeah. So yeah, and there's all this talk about yeah. There's all these people, these pundits, these 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 I don't know finance people talking about. Oh man, so who's next? What company's next on the? Who's going to get bought up next? And who should do the buying? You know, should it? You know. Uh, you know, Netflix is talking about wanting to get into the game development and you know they are. the industry. And I know if they have you, been. 
if you go to the first. Netflix, if you go to the Netflix app right now on your phone, there is a couple mobile games you can play through the app. See, yeah, you know, and they're saying, well, what about Facebook? You know, what, what if, oh, you know, who, 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 who yeah, the metaverse yeah. is no, I am not. Um, I have an Oculus Quest, I don't have a Meta Quest. I'm sorry, no matter what, dude. I am not gonna. I'm not lying, dude. Facebook reaches out to me literally every month, hitting me up like headhunters from Facebook, hitting me yeah. up because they want they they're, they because they want to expand the metaverse and I have some VR experience and they're like, oh, hey, wow. you know, and it's not like a it's not like a generic uh, like one of those generic spam messages. It's literally people emailing me or hitting me up on on LinkedIn saying, hey. Yeah, I'm about to say LinkedIn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they, they're like, hey, and I'm like, no, dude, I, I like working at EA. I don't, don't want to work. Nothing against Facebook, yeah. but I don't want to work for Facebook. <laughs> what, hap- what happens when Facebook goes away? Exactly. <laughs> when it goes away in my space, it will. Yeah, it's, uh, it, 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 I feel like it's gonna, it might go that way. And I think so, that's why they did the whole meta thing. Yeah, they. Yeah. That was. They're trying not to gonna work. stay relevant. Yeah. So. I, I so all in all, I think the purchase of Activision Blizzard, it's not a bad thing for the industry. It's a little weird. Um, it was strange at first, but yeah. Um, and we haven't really touched upon. We talked a little bit about it, but I think Microsoft is going to come in and sort of clean house a little bit. Oh, let's, without a let's, doubt. Let's make sure things are run the correct way. And yes, David said that Bobby Kodak is still going to stay there for a while, but I think it's just to help the transitional period. And after that, he'll cash out and be gone. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I can see that happening. And that guy's never going to get in trouble for what he's done. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's just the sad, the world we live in. It is. He, his, his, Stock options are going to. <laughs> yeah, the stocks are going to vest after a certain period after the after the buyout. And, oh yeah, and then he's gonna he's going to he's going to be set. See ya. And yeah. So it'll be an amicable separation. Is, yeah. is is what they'll call it or yep. something along those lines. But so hopefully hey, Microsoft management will do a much better job. Yeah. All I care it. about is the health of the industry, man. Yep. That, yeah. that, that's ultimately what it boils down to. The health, if, the health of the employees, the developers, everybody, exactly. if, if everybody can, from, because I, working in QA, man, we're like the bottom of the, the bottom. You sometimes, you know, it, it feels like that, you know, um, and to tell you the truth, man, I tell people, you know, I always have always had nothing but the utmost respect for QA and QV because uh, without them, we will, you know, we would never will fail as a, as developers mm-hmm. because we're, we're constantly just pushing stuff out mm-hmm. and we make mistakes. Yeah. Their job, they're the final they're human. Yeah. So they're the last sort of line of defense yeah. in, in verifying the quality of the game. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, when I worked at Six Foot, man, I was always just giving props to, to QA. I will tell and you, so just give it love, man. And I, I will continue to do that. You, I, you I appreciate that as a, as a past yeah. QA person. Yeah. I, so. I, will, I will tell a quick story. When I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to mention the name of the company, but um, <laughs> when I first was brought on, um, it was a multiplayer game only. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I was gonna mention that, but yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah. They brought me on in the QA department. They're like, "Hey, 
we want to have you in charge of the single player game. I'm like, oh, there's a single player game? No, <laughs> not yet. Is this game coming out like in five months? Yes. Oh my god. So technically, they just took uh, elements from the multiplayer, like all the all the assets and all these stages and stuff, and and tried to make some kind of single player game out of it. Some of the scratch voices in the game are actually still me. Um, <laughs> I need the, to play it again then. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and. You know, I, I would sit there and I would bug shit. I would, okay, here's the oh, ticket yeah. for this. This doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, what do you know? We're, we're, we're the developers. We know what we're doing. I'm like, no, you Dude, nerfed, that's not right. that's not you right. nerfed this gun. Like I was like, gun, if you get yeah. to this if you get to this, to this part of the, the game, it breaks. They're like, oh, well, we didn't see that. It was like that's nonstop right. fighting was about that. I'm like, all right, Dude. if you don't want your game to be good, that's, not it's, right. that's on you, not on me. But like I, the final uh, boss, because yeah, I played the the, 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 <clears throat> the single player. The final boss, like I couldn't beat it because I think it was like on a time thing. It was on a timer. Him. The final boss and was on a timer. It was, didn't matter how much you shot at him. Yeah. If you didn't get past the timer, you didn't win the game. And so I never beat him because I just didn't get past the timer because I just I kind of gave up. Oh my gosh! I mean, and I the, ga- the game, I, I will admit, was, the the but- game is called Section Eight. It was on the Xbox. Uh, I, knew, I knew what you're. I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, I, I know the company. So, uh-huh. <laughs> which was yeah. weird because the guy that owned it, uh, <clears throat> when I was a kid, lived two doors away from me on my street that I grew up on. Really, him and his dad. Yeah, because I, I went to. I went to. There, he was a little bit younger. Oh, wow. Uh, I went to. I went to uh, high school <laughs> in junior high with their daughter, with his sister. It was weird. They didn't. I was like, yeah, I agree. He was not very nice to me. I applied. I applied there, and he was not. I mean, he wasn't mean to me, but he was. He was very dismissive of me. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of the shit went to his head. Is all <laughs> I got to say. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, okay. yeah. Right. Which is why I'm help. I try to help people as much as possible because yeah. it's not the first time I've had there. You know, I had a friend who worked at a claim. Remember mm. a claim? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he was he was real dismissive of me, and I helped that dude graduate from school, so wow. uh, from from college. So uh, you know, whatever, man. You know, I I I, I want to see the industry healthy, yep. and I want to make sure that you know, no one no one person is better, or in you know, in, in when it comes to development, everyone's got skin in the game and we should all be treated as if we do you know so how you were treated working on section eight is in my opinion reprehensible because you know the job you're doing is important it's critical you gotta let people know you know i was just talking to one of my teammates about you know uh, you know trying he was overloaded before i came on he was he was feeling like man you know just feeling the weight of the game because there's so much so many assets that need to come in Mm -hmm. but me coming in with all my experience and i'm just like just give it to me i'll take care of it and then i saw a turnaround in the guy's demeanor he's you know he smiles more and he's excited and you know and i'm I'm just i I just want to see people pressure pressure and stress can push you down it can i want to see people happy when they're working i you know i try to be happy you know granted you know, not I'm not happy every single day, but I want people to enjoy doing what they do. And it doesn't matter if it's game development; it could be you know any of the any of the past jobs I've had. I try to be as as 
as helpful and as encouraging as possible because, you know, we all want to be successful. We all should be yeah. lifting each other up. And I think that's hugely I, I agree. I, I so, treat people the way I want to be treated. If they come at me, me first too. and not yeah. treat me the way I should be treated as a person, there's a problem, but yeah. we'll deal with that problem. Right. Right. Like, like making them profusely apologize to you like the next <laughs> make them feel so bad they're like oh i'm so sorry <laughs> it works yeah i mean i just think it's important um to uh you know just to keep people positive in in in, yeah. in the industry and if we're not being positive it's like it's like i said i try you know even with the, the bad things that happen in the industry i try to not focus on that too much i mean some of it you can't because it's so obvious right it's like well like, there's nothing i can do i know the allegations are out there but at the same time i don't you know when people say i want to see that company crash and burn well, why yeah there's gonna affect the whole that industry are yeah. that are working exactly. for this company why would you want that to happen no, you don't want that to happen yeah and then you won't have the games that you want yeah you know what the, come on now you know, I mean, EA still gets a lot of hate, so <laughs> we we get hate every day. I I, I don't look at comments. Don't never look, never look at comments. When never look at comments now. If you <laughs> if you want to if you want to live a happy and productive life, don't look at comments. You, you want yeah, to feel good about yourself. Don't look at comments. <laughs> I, you know. I, I'm in a bunch of different groups. I'm in a bunch of. I'm a big Disney nerd. Yeah. I'm in. A, uh, I, so I see comments from people, especially now during pandemic and I'm in a bunch of cruise groups and all these things. And I see shit sometimes. And it's like, I have to hold my tongue because yes, uh, was part of my job at yep. different places. I have to sort of keep my social media clean. I can't be, Oh, well he, I'm banned Damn. for, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So I, I, I'll screenshot stuff and just infume to myself. But some people are, like you said, some people just want to see the world burn. They're never happy. It's every fandom. It's not. It's not comic book conventions. It's not yes. video games. It's 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 movies. Everything. It's music. It's, it's metal bands. Yeah, Everything yeah. in the world that has one fan or more. Okay, <laughs> look at this way. If two fans more, or more. If there's oh, don't if there's a new fan coming in. If there's two, <laughs> if there's more than one fan for anything, there's going to be disagreement and there's going to be uh, hatred and vitriol and all that stuff that comes with it. It's just the way it is. It just try to try your best to ignore it. Yeah. But sometimes it's hard. It really is, yeah. especially yeah. when some people they get behind their keyboards and keyboard warriors. They just they they spout hate and stuff that they don't know anything about. And yeah, just to get people to like their comments, it was like, oh, geez. yeah. And and I mean, you know how it is. You you, I mean, you're you're a public person, mm-hmm. public figure. So you know how it is. You can't. They're, they're, you just you piss the wrong person off, and they'll come at you. You know. And I just I first, you know, I like doing stuff like your show. I like doing that, but I, I don't want to be too public because yeah. I don't want people coming after me. You know. People talk about wanting to be famous and like, and I have friends, you know, back home, uh, back in Indianapolis where I'm from, like, oh, you're just this famous game developer. I'm not famous, first of all. Second of all, I don't want to be famous because people always want to tear down famous people. And if you, you know, so I I don't, 
try to keep my nose clean as much as possible. Yeah, I don't want yeah. I don't want to be famous. Yeah. I I I appreciate the fans and the friends that I've made through Doom mm-hmm. podcasting for the of past course, man. seventeen years. But I don't. I mean, it, you know, I've I've had weird comments before, like, oh. You don't look exactly. You don't look like what I expected you to look like, or yeah. people know so much about me personally sometimes because I forget what I talk about. I'm like, they know exactly what I'm into. Every every single right. like that I have, it's I'm open about everything. It's just weird to think about it that way, and I can't even imagine being at such a level of being like a movie star or a famous musician or whatever, where everything you do is criticized and looked at. It's just that'd be way too much for me. Exactly. I couldn't deal with it. Yeah, me either, man. So, but even even at uh, even at this level, I just uh, mm-hmm. I'm always careful what I say and who I say it to, and yeah. exactly, you know. And I, 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 social media, I've had to clear out my social media because there's a lot of super angry, super toxic people. I'm yeah. just like these people are not happy, and no. they turn on everybody. At some point, they're going to turn on yeah. me. So. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's good to clean house sometimes, you know. This you just don't is, need to deal with know, all the negativity that some is, people so. just want to spew. So, yeah, exactly. so much toxicity. Yeah. All right, so let's move on. Uh, <laughs> we do a segment on this show, um, where we call it's called uh, Tickle Our Geek. Um, so we want, I want to know from you guys what's tickling your geek coming up? What What's something you're looking forward to? Movie, game, uh, life event, whatever it could be. Hmm. Huh. Tickle my geek. Let me think. I can, uh, I can maybe, yeah. I can do a couple things. <clears throat> well, it's, it's kind of most recent, like the, recently the the show Resident Alien came back today, actually for season two. Uh, yeah. Alan Tudyk is on sci fi, or as I call it, yeah. CFI. So C-fee. enjoying that. We that watched that forward. episode tonight. Yeah, we watched that. Um, there's something coming up at the end of February. It's um, the singer from Iron Maiden. His name is Bruce Dickinson. He's doing like a, he had a book come out a couple years ago. So he's doing like a little spoken word tour. And yep. he was supposed to come to the States, uh, what, like last year or the year prior. But of course, due to the pandemic, you know, there's been delays. So he's actually coming at the end of next month. So we bought tickets for that. So I'm oh, excited wait, for that. We got tickets. We're going. Hey, you know we did because yeah, it, it I, literally, and literally it's happening like less than ten minutes from my house. Yeah, so that's all right. We'll be we'll have our KN ninety five masks. It's at the Stafford and, Center, you know, and you know, just it's Bruce Dickinson. It's the singer from Iron Maiden. We got to go. I want to say Iron something. Maiden I know you're that's tickling your geek is one of our favorite shows. It got picked up for season two, and that's Ghost on CBS. Ghosts, yeah, yeah. I have not seen that yet. Oh, Enjoy it's that. so good. It's one of the most. It's one of the smartest and funniest shows. Did you ever watch The Good Place? Yeah. I it's, love it. I love that it, show. It's very much in that style of The Good Place. Excellent. It's so, yeah, I speaking love of, good place. there's a book I want to get. Uh, Michael Schur, <laughs> the the creator of The Good Place, just came out with a book this week. Um, the the, the perfect – yeah, here it is. It's uh, – <laughs> It's called How to Be Perfect by Michael Schur. And <laughs> I listened to a sample of the audiobook, and it's basically him talking about um, stuff they, they, they touched upon in The Good Place. Like, um, but I love the cover of the book. It says How to Be Perfect, but the T from Perfect is all on the opposite side of the page. Man, I, it's I great. gotta check that out. I, will, I, yeah. I love his shows. Um, something else to see. <laughs> 
what what am I looking forward to? So in in, in addition to being a Star Wars uh, geek, I am a Star Trek geek as well. Oh, well, um, I got so, I, I, you lost me on that one. Yes. <laughs> so Strange New Worlds oh, okay. is coming out, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. What is that? What is I never heard of this. What is it? Oh my gosh! So it's uh, Captain Pike. Um, oh okay, I know who that is. The Enterprise before Kirk. I get that reference. So, yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Discovery, I wasn't, I'm not a fan. Uh, the first two seasons of Star Trek Discovery were, were mm-hmm. the first season was great. Second season was good. The third and fourth season, nah, they, mm. they're just, that show is terrible. Um, wow. But I'm looking forward to uh, Strange New Worlds because I think the problem with Discovery is that they're, they're doing like, you know how shows are typically doing a whole story arc over a, an entire okay. season. Yeah. yeah. Well, Strange New Worlds is going to be more episodic, like okay. old, old school, uh, like Monster of the Week type of deal. Yeah, Monster of the Week. Type yeah. Of I think that's a good formula for that show. Um, okay. So I'm that could be, that. that could work. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I'm Star Trek Picard and kind of looking Aww. forward to it, but. But they're bringing Whoopi back. Come on, man. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I like Whoopi Goldberg. I've, yeah, I mean, I, don't, really I just shows, but uh, yeah, I just think cool. I, I don't know. The show it, it was it was cool. It, the show was the first season was good, but uh, you know we'll see. Um, but then going back to Star Wars, I'm looking forward to Ahsoka. Yeah, looking oh, forward yeah. to uh, Obi Wan, of course. You know, so there's. I think we're yes. gonna get we're gonna get an Obi Wan trailer as soon as the Book of Boba Fett is over. You're probably right. I and I, I, wonder, I, and I wonder how they're gonna do that though. You know how how that's gonna. Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked about that. So and then movie wise, of course, Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to. Uh, I think it's what's it phase four of the MCU because mm-hmm. uh, they're taking it more into space. Um, I I I, I yeah. watched the I watched the Eternals movie. Um, wasn't great. I, I there are certain elements that I enjoyed about it, but I like that they introduced the Celestials. And yeah, uh, as a kid, I was a big fan. I just these massive old you know uh, godlike characters, you know. Okay. Universe. If did you, not to spoil it, but you seen you saw the after credits, right? Oh, of course it did. All right, oh, so yeah. they brought fucking Thanos's brother into it, Star Fox, who I love. Oh yeah, Star Fox. Oh yeah, yeah. I was a big fan of Star Fox as a kid. You know, Harry Styles. Oh, you know, oh, oh, you know who else they introduced in this? The second. Yeah. Uh, the voice, at least. The voice, at least. Blade. Yeah. Blade, baby. Mahershala, yeah. right? Yeah. Mahershala yes. Ali, yep. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited so I'm about looking, that. So I'm looking forward to that as well. So those those are the things that I'm... We'll have to, we'll have to bring you back and we'll do a full Marvel Cinematic Universe relation yes. episode. It. I think that'd be fun. be fun, who, yeah. Who, I know they're going to have to redo the Avengers at some point. Who would be on that team? Who can they? Who have they introduced? Young Avengers they could probably do, Yeah. Miss Marvel, the Young cool Avengers, stuff. yeah. X-Men, X-Men, X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Or actually, no. Before X-Men, yeah. they need to do Fantastic Four. They have to do Fantastic yeah. Four right. <laughs> yeah, right. there you go. I honestly would like to see them... I'd like to see Marvel do that as a series rather than a movie so that we can get characters like Depth, Silver yeah. Surfer and Galactus. Mm-hmm. 
introduced yeah. into uh, into uh, uh, MCU. So I, I think that show would be better as a as a yeah. Rather Going than, back to uh, Eternals, I think Eternals would have been a better series. I think so too. Because yeah. the, the problem I had with it, it was just it moved so fast. It was rushed. And it really just needed to be built up. You're so. trying, they're trying to throw 10 new characters at you. Exactly. And then they take away some of them for a while and they bring them back to like, let's get the band back together. The, the Blues Brother did. And you're like, I don't even know who the characters really are. Yeah, and you don't care. True. That was the yeah. problem. Unless you yeah. really knew who those characters were in the comic book, as a, as a movie watcher, you just don't care. So it's like. And the one Cersei whose name is the same character from Game of Thrones. Yes. She had a love triangle with the brothers from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. But yes, I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's cool that they brought the Black Knight into it, though. I am ex- excited about that. So Yeah, yeah I, I like a- that. He was one of my, he my a, favorites. He has this thing about bringing obscure characters back into the when I grew I late eighties is when I was real late eighties, late early nineties. I was really into comics, especially Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. And Avengers was my thing. I love those late eighties Avengers and mm-hmm. uh, X Men and New Mutants and New Excalibur, Mutants. all that yes. good stuff. Man, that was. That, as Jimmy Fallon would say, that's my jam. That's my jam. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> um, Absolutely. <clears throat> what's tickling my geek right now? Uh, one of my favorite series uh, shows just started back on this Friday, and that's uh, on Netflix, Ozark. Yes. <laughs> I. Yes. Yes. So th- they're splitting. It's the fourth and final <laughs> season. They're yep. they're oh. splitting it up into two parts. I'm not sure when the second part will come out, but the. First seven episodes are streaming now. I'm on episode five. I will probably finish it by this weekend. How are you feeling um, about it? I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. It's really good. I'm thinking about you know, it this weekend. So you go back and watch it, and uh, you uh, you look at the way they film it. Uh, it's a lot of desaturation color. It's very yeah. some yes. of it's very shallow depth of field at points. So yeah. it's like very close up, and it's like very. It, it feels sort of manic at that in that situation. Um, it's 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 shot differently than any other TV series I've ever seen, and that's what I like about it. Yeah. It's uh, I, I like Jason Bateman. He's amazing in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. All of his Teen quirks. Wolf, are, yeah. All of his quirks are there. Teen Wolf too. All of his quirks are there uh, as an actor, but he's so he's so dangerous. You know. But it's, it's, it's just he's he that he, I, he is brilliant in that show. I everybody just, is really brilliant on the show. Uh, Even Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake is great. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> if you haven't seen the Justin Timberlake <laughs> meme, uh, what is it? I'm going to tell my kid this is Justin Timberlake. It's Ruse. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this is Ruse from Ozark, and it's a, a oh, younger yeah, picture of Justin Timberlake. Right, yeah, right. yeah, because they have similar hairstyle. Uh, yeah. I know one of the guys uh, on the show. Uh, he's a local actor. Yeah, Evan. Evan. Yeah, yeah, I know Evan too. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you a story when we're offline about that. Yeah. Um, another thing I'm looking. Yeah, I was, was going to bring that up. I was going to ask you. Another thing that I'm looking forward to February. Uh, there's some monumental metal releases coming out for me. Oh yeah, boy. Uh, um, on the 11th, the brand new Amorphous album comes out. 
I'm a huge amorphous fanboy yeah. nerd. Uh, it's called Halo. I've, I, I've pre-ordered the deluxe edition. Sorry, Kim. It's the first time you hear this. Uh, uh, why am I not surprised? It's like, all right, I'm not going to tell you how much it is, but... I it can comes, look it up, though. I know. It's on, <laughs> it's, it's on Amazon. I actually ordered through Amazon instead of like another company because the shipping was cheaper. Yeah. Um, it comes with like... Um, a, a live uh, the 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 digipack of the CD, the special edition vinyl, uh, a live CD, buttons. Uh, it comes with um, what do they call it? The for your 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 record player, the vinyl player, the protector, like the thing you put on top of it. The cover thing. Whatever yeah, you it comes with one of those. I'm like, all right, Please. I'm down. The kitchen sink as well, right? It comes with the kitchen sink. <laughs> comes with chocolate. <laughs> Sounds like it. Uh, I'm also in the vinyls. Oh, um, don't do it. I, I got a record don't. player for Christmas, so <laughs> I'm going to start buying vinyls. <laughs> uh, on the 18th, the next week is yeah. Star One Revel in Time. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Arian Lucasin is one of my living idols. He's amazing. Uh, and I think he's he would like musician, Star One, yeah. Sean, because uh, he also has the band called Arian, is all about the space opera. Yeah, I will. Star One is <clears throat> his side project. They haven't put an album out in 12 years, but. It's all about science fiction stories, uh, TV okay. series, or movies. Yeah. The first one was called Space Metal, and then uh, it, it, there's okay. There's literally a song on one of their albums called "Songs of the Ocean." Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, yeah. You gotta, Do you know what that's what about? That Probably not. It's it's based on Star Trek IV: The Voyage Home. What? Yes, sure. Really good nice. song too. Uh, the oh, new yeah, album. I definitely is, gotta listen to this. <laughs> the new album is called Revel in Time, uh, and all the songs are based on time travel movies or series. Yeah, there's a Back to the Future song. There's a Donnie Darko song. There's Terminator. There's a song, Terminator. Yes. There's a song about Bill and Ted on there. Yeah, I need to be, I need to be listening. I'm excited for that. <laughs> I need to be listening. And they actually put a video out too for the Bill and Ted song. Yep, I'll send you a link to it. And then it's, uh, it's the silly. next week for me, there's two albums. The new Elysian album is coming out. Who they're yeah. going to be on tour with uh, Omnium Gatherum. We have to go to that show. Very cool. And uh, there's a brand new Scorpions album coming out. Oh, the, the Swirly Scorpions? Okay. The same day as the brand new Hammerfall. So, Jeez, a lot of stuff coming out. It's a good month for metal for me, at least. Well, I'm, I'm I mean, excited. they were stuck at home doing stuff, so they were just you know I mean, recording music. What exactly. Right. What do you do when you're stuck at home, you know? <laughs> So, so there's the metal there's the metal part of the Metal Geeks podcast for yeah. you guys. There you go. Um so we're hitting up almost two hours that we've been talking. So oh boy, yeah. let's uh I know you guys are probably tired of hearing our voices, so we're gonna wrap it up. Um <laughs> first of all, you can find us on the internet at metalgeeks.net. You can find show notes and links to download everything. Uh you can also find us on esonetwork.com. Check that out. You can find out all the cool shows that make up the network. You can also subscribe to us on all kinds of platforms. They're on Spotify, <laughs> Stitcher, Apple Music, uh, any place where you download your podcast. Uh, even your mom. We're on your mom. Um, <laughs> He's not talking no. about you, mom. No, not, not your not your mom that we know personally. Uh, we uh, we're also on our social media handle is at Metal Geeks on all the socials. Uh, no TikTok yet. No, because we're old. We don't do TikTok. We're old. Sorry. Um, <laughs> there's got to be a devil, man. There's got to be a way we could utilize. TikTok <laughs> we don't dance. Sorry. We'll figure it out. 
what about you, Sean? Where can people find more information about you if they want to get a hold you of you? You can find me on LinkedIn. You're always uh, welcome to connect with me professionally on LinkedIn. And if you're not weird, you can find me on Facebook and just check me out there. Um, I'm also on uh, I'm also on uh, uh, Instagram under Locutus3D. Um, it's mostly focused on my photography, so uh, I didn't get a chance to talk about my, my photography. But right, you are a that. phenomenal photographer as well. Yes. Yeah, so I, uh, I, you can go there and check out my work there. And yeah, so that's where you can find Oh, I'm on, uh, uh, what's that other one? Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Twitter. I'm on Twitter as well, the Twitterverse. Um, yeah. So, uh, and it's uh, Locutus3D. It's L-O-C-U-T-U-S-3-D. Oh, I know. Yeah. I tag you all the time with with, with you, brother. I, and I appreciate that. <laughs> if you go to the if you go to the comic plus the website uh, and look through the photo galleries, a lot of the photos are your work, and all the yes. celebrity photos are from you, and yes. they're phenomenal. They're really great. I appreciate that, man. Uh, uh, and Kimu, yeah. where can people find you? Um, I don't do a whole lot of engagement on social media. I do nope. small groups, but you can always catch me on our Metal Geek Society Facebook group. Right um, I'm usually posting silly memes and stuff like that, you know. So, so please, if you're not a part of the group, please do. It's it's a great time. We have good conversations. Love we that post stupid love, memes. Love so yeah, group. yeah. <laughs> Facebook group is a lot of fun. That's been yeah. one of my pleasures of doing this is meeting people and. Yeah, people that I know personally and people that are fans and friends and yeah. just talking about metal and and stupid memes and movies and games oh, and yeah. everything. It's great. And try not to spoil like today's episode of Boba Fett or, you know, things like that. <laughs> All I can tell you about today's episode is there's a famous line from Return of the Jedi where Luke says, hey, Boba Fett. And Han Solo turns around and goes, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, where? All yes. I'm gonna say. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it right after this show. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna know exactly what I mean when you get to the end. All right, Man, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. I appreciate yeah. you being on. It was a lot of fun with y'all and y'all, y'all, you, audience. You guys just don't know. I, I just I love these people uh, like my own family. So it, it warms my heart to be around them. So uh, I love some of these people too. <laughs> Well, you tolerate it for 20 plus years, so hey, yeah. not too bad. <laughs> love toleration. Well, same thing, right? On, right on. Yeah, all right, guys. Well, <laughs> thanks for tuning in to episode number 212 of the Metal Geeks podcast. As always, one last thing we have to say, or two things we actually have to say. One, I'll let Keep you go, metal. and Sean, be geeky. Keep it geeky. Keep it geeky. That's Keep right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. See you next time. Run on later. Peace. Hey, Geekazoids. Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved. Blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal. Time to grab your pillow and join the Geek Father and Little Bit for discussions on current, nostalgic, and speculative happenings in pop culture. Nerd news, fandom histories, deep dive discussions, reviews, and more. It's like listening to your closest friends have a nerdy conversation. So sit back, relax, and let the Blurred Nerds podcast embrace you with their warm, goofy goodness. It's nerd goals for your ear holes right here on the ESO Network.
This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.